Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. Ty? Hi. Ty? Clip. Hey, man, good to see you, brother. He's a cool cat, man. Superstitious beers. Superstitious beers. I got a little taco meat on my chest. I grabbed a handful of lunch meat and shoved it down my teammate's throat. I'm a former long snapper. At the Burlington... uh, I have no idea what the f*** just happened. Did not flub at all. It send it in. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host... Clip Brock. All right, welcome in to a Tuesday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Brock here with you inside the Pirate Radio studios. Coming to you today on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. We're on 1250, 930, and you can watch the show and be a part of the show on Facebook Live and on YouTube. We got a lot of guests and a lot of topics to hit on today's show, including. Amanda Houston, wife of head football coach Mike Houston, got the ladies' clinic coming up on Friday, so she'll preview that, and uh, we'll talk a little football with the first lady of ECU football. Amanda Houston will join us coming up at around 4 o'clock. Also in hour number two, Mike Mullis will join us. We will talk College World Series, U.S. Open, and more with Mully. Also some big news uh, regarding MLB and a former Pirate that we'll tell you about in just a moment. We'll touch on that with Mully as well. Our ECU football opponent previews roll on today and for the rest of the week. Talk some App State tomorrow, Gardner-Webb on Thursday. But today, longtime voice of the Marshall Thundering Herd, Steve Cotton, will join us here on the show. They were good last year, 9-4. and four. Remember that win over Notre Dame? And uh, we'll talk about what they have returning, uh, what they have lost, and uh, got a tough non-conference schedule, ECU, NC State, and the Virginia Tech Hokies on that Marshall schedule this year. So we'll talk about all that with Steve Cotton coming up in hour number two. Bryce Williams, former ECU tight end, uh, came from Marshall, will join us in hour three. We'll talk Big Rock and more with Bryce Williams. We got Chandler Honeycutt, intern Joey here on a Tuesday. And joining us inside the Pirate Radio studios, Coach Mack, former ECU head basketball coach Mack McCarthy, is here on a Tuesday. Coach Mack, good to see you. How are we doing today? Good to see you all. Lot going on. I'm good. There's just a lot going on. Been going on. Still going on. And will always be going on. And we want to hear from you. We've really enjoyed your uh, Q and A uh, with Coach Mac on these Tuesdays. So if you have a question for Coach Mac, you can get that in on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, and uh, we'll monitor that as we go on with the show. Uh, a bit of breaking news as we come on the air. Congratulations to former Pirate Gavin Williams who got the call up to the show, the Cleveland Guardians, uh, calling him up to the majors and is set to make his debut coming up on Wednesday. So Cleveland uh, will have the a new righty in the fold, and it will be Gavin Williams. And as I look at their schedule, they take on the A's coming up tomorrow at 7 o'clock. Chandler, we might, we'll be watching that one at AJ's for sports trivia Wednesday night. We'll have the Gavin Williams cheering section, so that'll be fun. I'll be a part of that. I, that's uh, very exciting, especially for me, a guy that's actually from around where I'm from, uh, in the Stedman area slash Cape Fear area, um, to be more specific, the, the um, Fevel area. So, uh, but, yeah, I'm very excited to be watching that tomorrow night at A.J. McMurphy's while we enjoy sports trivia. Awesome. Another pirate in the pros, Coach Mack. We got some of those with uh, baseball, football, 
Still waiting on that next Blue Edwards in basketball here at ECU. <laughs> yeah, been, we had a little dry spell here. Yeah, a little bit. But uh, exciting stuff for Gavin Williams with the Cleveland Guardians. And uh, looking forward to seeing him in action coming up on Wednesday. All right. Uh, Chad Pike is tuned in from North Myrtle Beach. You like Myrtle Beach, Coach? You got to like Myrtle Beach. Golf course. Something for everybody sand, there. Sand, water. Debauchery, or if you want to just have a nice, classy vacation, you can do that. Good pancake place. Yeah. Oh, absolutely! Some good eating, good minor league baseball. Sure, good, and, a good, and, a, and a great short track there from from the old NASCAR days. Awesome! I played my best golf ever at at, Mortar, at Myrtle Beach, Chandler. It was a par three course, and I was just happened to be feeling it that one night. Really, I like a par three course. Part three putt putt. What the hell? <laughs> what the hell, Cliff? <laughs> I, I like putt putt as well. Anything par four or over, I'm out. Par three and under, count me in. Come on, you've got to go to the big leagues. Sometime. You know what? I'll even walk the course. I don't even need a cart for putt putt. I'll walk the entire course, Coach. Man, but my, my golf, my first golf experience at Myrtle Beach as a senior in high school. We, we had fairly low expectations. I'm from a really small town, so we caravan with like five or six cars of us going to Myrtle Beach for our senior trip. And I'm and I'm really into golf and uh, won the golf trophy at the high school. I, you know, I, I'm really excited about playing some. Got some tee time set up. The first night we were there, the debauchery took over, and we, and we uh, we stayed up all night and woke up on the beach. Uh, my feet were burnt so bad by the time I woke up that I couldn't get golf shoes on. Oh, man. We did play, but uh, and I guess it wasn't the first time this has happened, but we did have to play barefooted. <laughs> barefoot again in myrtle beach hey, that we is welcome from, in myrtle beach we were from woodstock virginia we didn't know any better <laughs> awesome uh let's see what's going on in the chat uh eric says clip did you see the video of wake forest celebrating the locker room last night they were trying to recreate josh groves and jacob starling celebration but let's just say this time a cold cut wasn't involved yeah We'll, All right, so I'd, we'll I'd, watch that off the air. Yeah, oh, really? Yeah, it's yeah. not something you want to show or really speak about too much. We can try to we, 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 we can try to describe it if you want, but let's watch the video first off the air, and then we'll we'll let you decide. Fair, good enough. I, I don't want to embarrass Coach Mack here. When so. Joey got to shaking his head, I was worried. <laughs> yeah. I, I tell you what, Coach, if you were the coach of that team, you'd be going off on those players. <laughs> uh, Kaz says, "Nice lid." Thank you to Robert Matthews. He went and saw Connor Norby. And the Norfolk Tides play against um, the Red Sox AAA affiliate because he and his son are Red Sox fans and uh, got me this lid. It's awesome. Norfolk Tides. So there you go. I don't think there's a minor league baseball cap that would look bad on you. Hmm. Well, thank you, Chandler. I think every single one that you own looks – I mean, it just – like I I wouldn't be able to wear that. I don't don't think I would look good in that hat. But you – But I can pull it off? You pull it off. All right, well, thank you for saying that. Uh, we got a lot of questions coming in for Coach Mack. Jamie just loves uh, pounding Coach Mack with questions. We got one from Christian we'll get to as well. Uh, Pike says, Par 3 golf course that was in Windy Hill is now closed. Was built over the old city trash dump. Now a car wash, bank, and Walgreens. That reminds me of a George Carlin bit yeah. where he's talking about America. And it's uh, mini marts, major marts, uh, mini, mini marts, and all that stuff. How come there wasn't a Dollar Tree there? It had, almost had to be, didn't it? I know, or at least a Dollar General. You like Dollar Tree or Dollar General, Coach? Where dollar do you stay? Dollar General, Dollar Store. <laughs> it's all, all, of, all of them are outside of my budget. <laughs> all right, uh, so, Coach, before we get to the Q&A, uh, I, a couple of things. So, 
big rock controversy and some people say it's not a controversy a rule was broken and you got to go by the rules and all that i was shocked at the number of viewers we had on pirate radio live yesterday people are really into this stuff i think people are into controversy to start with but man we had more viewers yesterday than since we've had like a fifth quarter it was crazy controversy conspiracy whatever i saw everything popping up on uh pirate uh, radio instagram yeah and uh and people were super into it and want to know how it's all going to shake out and uh if you did miss it yesterday and you want to hear uh from ashley blue cap uh owner of the sensation said that the fish they brought in uh was disqualified due to mutilation bryce williams is a deep sea fishing guy and we'll talk to him coming up hour three but apparently coach uh a shark took a bite out of it and if it's mutilated it doesn't count and that's the rule and uh, they're gonna have to stand by it. they're hoping for a rule change in this case and look it's been on fox news and cnn and uh, everything in between so i guess if you want to get a rule change to uh, get the word out and, and i think that's what he's trying to do right now yeah I, I listened to some of it and they said something about a shark and something about a propeller and i mean how do you how do you know when you're catching this fish whether it's uh, been mutilated that's the word you use mutilated that's the word out there yeah sounds pretty bad huh yeah how do you how do you i mean you can't interview the fish you you have to just kind of catch them as they go right that's the next step in technology and talking to animals there you go i think one day we'll be able to do it or you know what i I could just come up with a system where i pretend that i know what i'm doing like i'm a a scientist right wait a minute what do you mean pretend so i've got this thing coach i'm selling and i'll sell it to you for the cheap low price we'll go like 199.99 you could do you have a, a dog at home no i have a cat, is that cat? perfect attach this to your cat and it'll tell you what the cat is trying to say it'll speak out it'll it'll say the words animals have a way of corresponding with you <laughs> even if they can't say the word i bet there's enough suckers out there that would buy that product thinking it's real no question all right i'm gonna get to work on that austin says clip has a face for hats and radio thank you austin always nice to meet a fan well shirley's uh, not here so he has to insult it somebody that's right austin's a big shirley insulter now he's getting on me today all right uh coach what is on your sports mind today i had a question asked of me and i thought this might be worth bringing up i've never had it asked i've done a million radio shows in my life i think and i've heard this you know kicked around but i've never had the question asked like it was and uh, i will be interested in your response and 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 chandler and joey and everybody else's response what is if you can have one sports memorabilia thing cost is not an option but you can pick one what in the world would you choose we had a similar discussion about this this is not for selling. This is something you want right. to keep at your house. Which is why, and I remember saying, it would have to be something specific to me and a team I like or a player I like. Like I don't, I don't want a Babe Ruth ball. Or I mean, I would, but if it's not to sell, like I don't, I'm a, I wasn't a Babe Ruth fan. I never saw the man play. It was a little before my time. So it would be something. And here's what I came up with last time we had this talk. Um, when the Braves beat the Pirates to go to the World Series, worst to first, Sid Bream, you know, yeah. slid it home. Crushed Braves me. win. I'm a big Pirate fan. Yeah, just crushed. Is that true? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. The Killer Bees. Um, Skip Carey, Braves win, Braves win, Braves win. I want the the plate framed 
in my house that Sid Bream slid into and was safe for the Braves to go to the in World the Series. In the history of sports, that's what, <laughs> that's what means the most to you. No, that's a good answer. Yes. I mean, something Washington football related, uh, but that's the that's I'm going with that right now. That's in the clubhouse. Guys? I, so, I'm, I'm in the golf mood right now. I would probably go the Nike golf ball that sat there on the edge that Tiger uh, putted or chipped, chipped in. Yeah. Chipped in. Yeah. And I want it signed by Tiger and framed. Was that Masters? Yep. Yeah. Number 16. Yep. Where the, the Nike symbols like showed for about and two or three seconds and then plopped Popped in. right in. Yep. All right. For Young me, Joey. Uh, it's kind of a rare one. I really just kind of popped in my head. But I would happily take, uh, I don't know if you guys remember, 2017 WBC. Javi Baez catches him out after Yachty. Uh, throws it to second, no look catch, and I mean it was just insane. Everybody starts celebrating. Uh, I had just left the island like a week after that game, so I'm getting Facetimes from my aunt where like the house is upside down. <laughs> and I mean it was just so slick. You that was to nasty catch somebody time. out and not even you're already celebrating. The ball hasn't touched your glove. Yeah, I would take. So that you glove. want the ball? I, no, I want the glove. You want the glove? Yeah, I'll take the glove. Javi Baez glove from the World Baseball Classic. I've heard so many great answers, you know, from Jackie Robinson's jersey to, you know, you, you know, so many really good answers. Somebody wanted Dale Earnhardt's car or something. And uh, I was uh, thinking, I, give me Lando Norris's F1 vehicle or something. Like that. <laughs> Couple in the chat, Coach Ali's Thrilla in Manila gloves. Yeah, and uh, the chair that Bobby Knight threw. That would be good. That That's a pretty good, good one. Yeah. Have that one sitting up. Did you have an answer for the question yourself? I did, I did, but uh, you know, I, I, and but there are so many great answers. Know, you know, know. that you know, I became a Pittsburgh Pirate fan because you grew up, uh, you know, in 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 our time in the, in the '60s, uh, there was one game, on, there was one baseball game on a week, and almost every week it was the Yankees. So you either loved the Yankees or you absolutely hated the Yankees. I hated the Yankees. So when the Pirates hit the home run, Mazeroski hits a home run in the '61 World Series or '60 World Series. And uh, and beats the Yankees, so I became a pirate fan. We spent all of our summer vacations in Pittsburgh, you know, watching a couple series of pirate games. That's where we went every every summer. Stayed at an old hotel right beside Forbes Field back in the day, and um, you know, so something like that, you know, really appealed to me. But uh, Mazeroski's home run ball or yeah. whatever, one of the most fun interviews I've ever had. Not me doing the interview, but being interviewed was when Dick Grote, who was the shortstop on that team, he did the color for Pittsburgh basketball forever. And we played them twice at VCU. And I told him, I'm not sure I can get through this interview without <laughs> without me asking you a bunch of questions. And, That's awesome. And, uh, and he loved it. Of course, he played at Duke, was an All-American in basketball and baseball at Duke. Uh, but uh, but I can, the one I, have, I would have to have would be the 98 Daytona 500 trophy for from Earnhardt. Oh, cool. Okay, I like that. I, I want to change my answer. <laughs> I want. I want. Yeah, hearing I want, you talk makes me want to change I, my I answer want, too. I want Mac McCarthy's tie that he wore against <laughs> NC State when they beat him in Menjis. Can I have that? Do you still have that tie? I'm gonna get. I'm gonna make that happen. <laughs> I'm gonna have to look at a picture of that game to see which one to see which one it was. But uh, no way, I got rid of the tie. Were you wearing the purple jacket that day? No. Did you ever wear one? I did wear one. Yeah. Yeah. I did wear one. Coach Max purple jacket would be good. Yeah, and it was worn only once, but it wasn't worn in a victory over NC State. So I'm gonna I'm gonna make that happen. Chandler, you could have his tie and from that I game. I would 
the I mean, I would. What I would, would probably, you do with it? Where are you going to put it? On hang it sport? up. I would probably frame it and have Coach Mack's picture of him in that game. Yeah, so you with put, the tie put, on. Put the new, get the newspaper article from the game and have the tie beside it. There you go. I like that. You got to have Coach Mack sign something on it as well. Can I get the one from the Wake Forest game we talked about <laughs> last week? <laughs> He's going to run out of ties at the end of the week. Just kidding, Coach. Come on. Man. It's a joke. He always wants to talk about losses, I do not. Coach. It's, it's really a does. joke. See, I brought up the NC State Everybody game relax. that you guys won, and Calm he down. always wants to bring up the Wake Forest game. Yeah. Calm down. Uh, Jamie said, for ECU, will be the goalpost torn down at NC State after beating Miami. There you go. I was there, but not on the field. Jamie has a small piece of quarter panel from one of Dale Jr.'s rock in rock and roll cars and a tire off his car all right yeah there was a rock and roll paint scheme yeah speaking of cars uh chad says years ago there was a rolls royce that had been pinstriped and signed by new york yankees players it was auctioned off and no one bid on it so it sold really cheap that would have been cool to have i an entire pinstriped car i don't know i guess if you're a car guy yeah, or if you're a Yankee guy. Would you drive it around town or like... Oh, no. <laughs> drive around in your Rolls... Go to McDonald's in the drive through with your pinstripe Rolls Royce? It'd be neat, though. I mean, to take everybody out there during your party and take them out there and let them look at it. But you, they couldn't touch it, though. Look, Bernie Williams signed this. Are we talking old Yankees? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, good question, though. And, and again, like, I went with the home plate from a Braves team that didn't even win the World Series. But, I mean, I could come up with a million other ideas um of of things you know i mean a pair of jordans would be cool that he wore slam dunk contest or ecu related give me a cj 2k's grills <laughs> for sure so how does that work i put them in a little casing next to my bed and look uh, at them every night you ever had a grill coach no okay what kind of grill <laughs> how do you cook at home <laughs> he's got a gold-plated grill outside on the deck uh ecu related the um the king richmond ball uh I, all right i think we had this discussion you wanted the ball and i wanted the net yeah i wanted the net that it went through that would be cool i guess weber state yes um Sam Hennett's shoe from actually, the 30 I point game against NC Actually, State. no. I want to add to my tie collection. I want Jeff Lebo's tie from that game. So you're just going to go. You could be the tie guy. The tie guy. That's that, cool. This tie is from the NC State game uh, in 2007. Matt McCarthy wore it. This one is from Jeff Lebo back in 2013 at Weber State to win the CIT championship. Game. All right. And you can just collect famous ties. I, I like that. There you go. It's a good good bit hey come look at my tie collection <laughs> that'll get all the ladies <laughs> netflix and chill or check out the tie collection yeah. and either way you're you're a winner all right let's uh let's get a break in we'll come back more to go with coach mac got a couple of uh well now one former college basketball coach i want to bring up but also ron hunter i'm a big ron hunter fan I hope he's a good guy. He is a good guy. All right, good. I, I won't. I'd hate to bring him up, and you tell me he's a jerk. He really seems like a good guy. Very entertaining. Uh, he's got a tweet last night that uh, I want to ask you about, Coach. Uh, we'll talk about that and more when we return. Pirate Radio Live. Also, your question, comments, and what's the one piece of sports memorabilia that you would like to own? Uh, we'll talk about that too. More to go. Pirate Radio Live on a Tuesday. Back with you after this. More than a feeling. 
Pirates Hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, Pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back to the program. Brown and Wood is your home of the best selection of GMC, Cadillac, Buick, and Mazda in eastern North Carolina since 1937. Shop their entire inventory online at brownandwoodauto.com or visit them online or visit them on Greenville Boulevard. Brown and Wood, Greenville's number one dealership at the home of the Lifetime Powertrain Warranty. Let's head back into PRL. Here's your host, Flip Rock. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a Tuesday. Got Amanda Houston coming up, wife of head coach of ECU football, Mike Houston. She'll be talking about the ladies' clinic coming up this Friday. Mully will join us in hour two to talk baseball, golf, and more. We got Steve Cotton, play-by-play voice of the Marshall Thundering Herd in hour two. And then Bryce Williams, former ECU tight end, will join us as well. We're talking sports memorabilia. Uh, Jamie has a bunch of game-used bats. Uh, he has a bunch of Johnny Bench stuff as well that he bought from his auction. That's so, cool. uh, yeah, a lot of Johnny Bench memorabilia. Todd Garris won't say football from the 1996 Super Bowl champion Dallas Cowboys. Todd, 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 Todd. Gross. Todd, Todd. Gross, Todd. What too if my team was never going to win a Super Bowl game? hey that away, Joey. Way to get that in there. Love a good Cowboys day. I saw, I saw a, a video today. It said, and I thought of all my Cowboy fan friends, and it said, the weather this week is trending in, uh, is peaking in the 90s, sort of like the Cowboys. Yeah, beautiful. <laughs> it may be old, but it was still funny. I love it. Yeah, every time I see it, I'll, I'll retweet that. You might have discussed this already, Coach, but who do you root for when it comes to the NFL? Nobody. Oh. Nobody. 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 I, yeah, the NFL, uh, I mean, I was a Colts fan growing up. Uh, Baltimore. Baltimore. And then the, uh, the the when the Jets beat them, I, you know, I was pretty much done. But but I mean, it, all the pro sports, we, we've talked about this. Yeah. I'm, I'm just not interested. I'm just not interested in the in baseball, basketball, and and I'll watch the playoffs. I'll 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 keep up with it, but uh, to sit down and watch a game, I love college sports. Uh, Coach, you'll be interested in this because uh, you and Joey were just talking about uh, three athletes, people you got excited to see in person. Is that how you you phrased it? Yeah. Uh, Chad says I have a hat signed by Arnold Palmer from a U.S. Senior Open that he worked at at Pinehurst. Wow. And yeah, Arnold cool. Palmer was on your short list. Yeah, Arnold Palmer, Dale Earnhardt, and and Roberto Clemente. There's the big three for Coach Mack. So, uh, Pike, uh, Coach Mack might want to buy that from you. Send him a DM. See if you can, uh, you can sell that yeah. piece. Uh, good stuff. Oh, All right. Use some of my salary here. <laughs> uh, coach, so we got Amanda Houston coming up talking about the ladies' clinic. That reminded me of uh, you had like a media day for ECU basketball, but this was Coach Mack's way to punish the media. You had us out there running drills, legit like ECU basketball practice. Yeah. And I, I about died out there. Just for your entertainment, yeah. I think you were even like pick it up. You were mad at us. Yeah, it was crazy. You know, I I was mad at you from the very beginning because you wanted a smoke break, and you know that is wrong. (laughs) You know, but I really did it to to try to punish Troy. Yeah, Troy was Troy was the object of the. You should have just had him shooting jump shots then, so we could all watched and and chuckled. Uh, But that was that was a pretty cool event though. And then we did a little video session, if I recall, little X's and O's. So that was a pretty neat idea. Um, 
Have you did you, have you ever had a, a ladies' clinic like the football teams doing? You know, we haven't, and I don't know why we haven't. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, I always thought that was a great thing that the football coaches did everywhere I was at, to be honest. Yeah, and uh, that's coming up this Friday, so that'll be a neat deal. Speaking of ladies, I saw that uh, Flojo was trending on Twitter, and I always like to see why things are trending on Twitter. And uh, Florence Griffith Joyner was trending because I guess there's a, uh, a hot topic today, the Mount Rushmore of female athletes all uh. the time. And so her name was brought up there a lot. So I'll put you on the spot, Coach. Who are, who are the names that come to mind for you? Female athletes oh, all the time. Holy cow. I'm, I'm, I'm going to take a range. <laughs> I was trying, I was thinking during the break, like, cause in, I know I'm going to miss somebody big. Well, sure. In my lifetime, like, would it be Serena Williams? She has to be on there, right? Yeah. Uh, best female athletes, best female athletes. Like have a, of your lifetime and all time. I mean, I saw a lot of Cheryl Miller's up there. Saw a lot of women's soccer players. Cheryl Miller, I would say hope yeah. solo because she could take on men too. Apparently so. She beat up an NFL tight end, according yeah, to reports. So, hope Solo. Jeremy Stevens. <laughs> Good call. Don't want to mess with her. Chandler? Gotta be, man, Serena. Um, Serena or what, like Sue Bird. Sue Bird. All right. Sue Bird. Probably uh, Martina Navratilova. Yeah, I was thinking of those. Uh, there's a lot in tennis you could go with. Yeah. She was pretty dominant. She was very dominant for in, a long time. In her time. Jamie says Mia Ham. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of uh, Shirley. Um, if Shirley was here, she'd be Shirley screaming. Shirley would not be on the list. Abby Wambach. No, oh. she would not be on the list. <laughs> oh my gosh, Shirley Rhodes, Farmer Central softball back in 1993. I, I heard. I, I heard she was great. Now, oh, yeah, you heard the stories, and she still is to this day, Coach. To this day. To this day. Jamie says Candace Parker. I like uh, Cheryl Swoops was awfully dominant early on in Texas the NBA and uh, Houston Comets. Yep, that's I want right. to say that's yeah. right. I know a little bit. You do. <laughs> I know a little bit. All <laughs> right, uh, Coach Saul. So first of all, uh, I want to ask you about a couple of coaches. Bob Huggins has uh, had a rough go at it uh, of late, and it all came to a head, I guess, this weekend uh, where he was stopped for uh, and charged with a DUI, and has since stepped down at West Virginia. And Saul coming out of it reporters saying that he you know he was embarrassed apologized to his team because as a coach you you harp on these guys to do the right thing right outside of the the locker room and everything and if you yourself aren't you kind of look like a hypocrite so but uh i don't know kind of a a rough uh ending to rough final chapter to the story of bob huggins when it comes to a head coach here yeah, you know, he, he's been a controversial kind of lightning rod figure through his whole career for for different reasons. But here at the very end, the, the situation where he where he used inappropriate language yeah. on the radio station and uh, that didn't go well and then put out a PR statement that somebody else clearly wrote. Uh, he may have felt that way, but clearly it didn't that wasn't that didn't sound like Bob Huggins speaking. Uh, and then this one is just inexcusable. I mean, you, you, you can't. I mean, you, you make $5 million a year. Why, do, If you're going to drink, why do you not have a driver? Uh, that, that makes no sense putting people in danger. And um, kind of glad he did, did the right thing and did it quickly, to be honest. Uh, you know, he's had a Hall of Fame career. That he has. Um, a couple other names coming in. Uh, Emma says Katie Ledecky, swimmer. Yeah. That's good. Think yeah. about Olympic sports. Olympian, yeah. All right, Austin. I was going to go troll route. 
and say the um, my f- female athletics Mount Rushmore is Gino Ariyama, Caitlyn Jenner. I was going to do that and make everybody mad. <laughs> I decided not to. He went that route with Caitlyn Jenner. Thank you, Austin. <laughs> you, your joke has been heard. Uh, way to go. Um, this is weird. Pike says he has a hat signed by Fred Couples. His wife, Deborah Couples, as well as the lady that played Sheila on Young and the Restless. <laughs> what? I would love a Victor Newman signed uh, golf ball. Victor. A Victor or a Jack Abbott. The soap opera time right here. Man, I was, uh, my, my my grandfather was hilarious too. He, he always talked junk about it. And uh, like when we'd go eat lunch, um, during summer we'd work and i'd go to his house and eat lunch and uh he'd be like ah, this show this is so dumb he'd have it on every day the young and the restless like well why are you we watching had, every single day it's on and he talks about how dumb it is we had we had a whole team at auburn that wouldn't schedule a one o'clock class so they could watch the young and the restless <laughs> i mean it was i was into it i knew the storylines in the uh, early to mid 90s and I, they're probably the they're same. still the same story I was gonna line, say, yeah. same thing going today uh good stuff all right another coach i wanted to ask you about was ron hunter because i saw last night a uh, tweet that he put out and we've had this discussion about coaches calling other coaches out on what's going on right now in college athletics but he said the tampering going on in college basketball is completely out of control there are a few coaches when i see in person i plan to let know how i feel don't be surprised so I, it's i don't know it's kind of refreshing to see it would be even better if he called out the coaches by name uh that would be cool for us he yeah. can't do that i guess name names yeah name but names. uh ron's but it, a good guy at least he's that's a, a little guy. bit a, and i got to know him uh, gosh way back at iupui and then he was at wisconsin milwaukee i think and then at georgia state uh where daryl LaBerry, one of my assistants yeah. worked for him and daryl LaBerry has gone back into college coaching is with him at uh at tulane and uh of course he's down there with our guy Corey glore uh radio guy from uh from baseball back in the day back in the day two years ago (laughs) all those years ago uh i do like ron hunter and i i like how outspoken and outrageous he is and i think that's i don't know if that's him but it's part of his gimmick what like he is he's out there no that's kind of who he is and and he's on that he's on that way about all things he started um a program i think when he was at iupui where he didn't wear shoes to a game and and to call attention to to people to donate shoes for for kids in africa and that he has continued that program and and every year he he collects thousands and thousands of of shoes and and takes them to uh to different places in africa and he's continued that program and um there there have been spinoffs of that and a lot of a lot of different coaches do different things but uh but he was the first one i remember doing that going to the games barefoot will anything come of this coach well now all every coach do things above uh board because of this ron hunter tweet not at all all. (laughs) no change at all all. Uh, you know the nil thing and we can talk forever about nil because it it, it's so uh you know uh it's such a problem uh that that needs to be solved but uh i I was listening to mike loxley the head football coach at maryland and he was saying he said this is just cut my legs off in recruiting because my my whole recruiting spiel is about relationships he said i you know i do a great job of developing relationships and and signing kids that maybe you know people don't think that we that we can necessarily sign but now with nil it's not relationship anymore it's all transactional um 
and and that hurts a program like ours we have seen so many legends step down in recent years with uh roy williams mike krzyzewski jay wright even it seemed like jay wright was and he's older than he looks he still looks like a young guy but like you uh, exactly um sure yeah okay i'll take that and um felt like he was kind of still in his prime they were still winning a lot but he stepped down i mean do you talk to people still in the game today and get the sense that we're going to see more and more of that, that yeah. since everything's changing? Yeah, the only the only people that have stepped down more than coaches are athletic directors. Athletic directors are retiring in record numbers hmm. because there's just so much to handle. And, uh, you know, uh, the coaches have to deal with the NIL and the portal, but the athletic directors have to deal with, you know, whether it's league expansion. But but the big problem is uh, is the expenses continue to go through the roof and, and uh, you know, the cost constant uh battle cry for for more revenue streams mac mccarthy joining us let's take another break i got a lot of questions uh to get to coach mac uh, that you have put in to youtube so we'll get to those and if you have more you can chime in on facebook youtube or twitter we got more with coach mac we'll hit on a little u.s open if you want to sure and, uh, anything else that's on your mind on this tuesday as we roll on hour one of pirate radio live back with you after this Listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Are you in outside sales and looking for an opportunity to increase your earning potential? Copy Pro has been in Eastern North Carolina for over 45 years and continues to grow each year, and they need. They're in need of more sales professionals with a desire to potentially make a six-figure income. Do you have what it takes? Visit copypro.net today to submit your resume and to learn more. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's your host, Clip Brock. All right, we got a review in Omaha. I think they're reviewing a bulk. And we're going to have a runner, I believe, going back to third who had scored. And, yes, he will. So it'll be two to nothing tcu uh in the fifth inning and they just had a lengthy review while they're interviewing the coach they're doing the coach interview during all this and the ump uh, is mic'd up at the college world series so he's out there talking like an nfl ref to the crowd yeah. so a lot going on uh, out here <laughs> coach mac as a former coach and now a media guy how do you feel about the in-game coach interview in sports is it too invasive is it does it do anything for the viewer? Like, what, what do you... I, I, occasionally, it'll do something for the viewer. But uh, mostly, they're they're a nothing burger. Exactly. I hate the football coach running off at halftime. You get nothing from that. The wor- Maybe worse than that is the in-between quarters in the NBA when they, I mean, Popovich made him famous being a jerk or yeah. being funny, however you look at it. And they don't give you anything at all. It's pretty pointless. Now, these extended interviews they do in baseball, this coach is still talking. <laughs> so uh, these, you, you get a little something. But, uh, yeah, those quick ones, 
Nothing burger. Yeah, the NBA, you know, I thought that was interesting during the playoffs where they do the the interview with the coaches during the timeout and that kind of thing. And, of course, the timeouts last forever because uh, we're selling commercials. Uh, I know we're not opposed to selling commercials, but uh, but it does make it drag on a little bit. Yeah, not so bad for the television viewer, but uh, but for the in-person folks, yeah. just, just, like the, just like the reviews that we talked about. Uh, the best, though, is when Cy gets you coming off the court at halftime. <laughs> Coach, tough first half, Coach. It's tough. Cy, that was tough. It's it's fun being interviewed by Cy because he's the most positive oh, guy man. in America. You're down 15, but it feels like you're up 20. <laughs> coach, that was a great first half. Cy is the man. We got to get Cy on. I know it's not basketball season. Anytime I'm feeling bad, I just call Cy. He is, I mean, he is instant uh, positivity. He is awesome. And a fellow Washington fan, so he's a good man. All right, uh, Matt McCarthy joining us. If you got a question for Coach, you can get it in. Uh, let's get to some of the questions. I think I know the answer to this one, but Coach Matt can speak to it. Uh, thoughts on why ECU basketball has consistently struggled, but football has had patches of success. Well, that's a, that's a really that's that's a longer show than we've got right here. I think it's got a simple answer though, right? There's more focus on football and attention and, to football, and, and, and more and more support and yeah. more resources and, yeah. uh, more, and generally more interest. Correct. Uh, I have forever tried to drum up interest for ECU basketball, and I think there's a little excitement this off season. Excited about what's coming back for Mike Schwartz's guys. Uh, Christian says, "What's your biggest piece of advice to young and up and coming basketball coaches?" I don't know. The, the biggest thing would be make sure you get it in it, get in it for the right reasons. Uh, you know, to to you know help kids grow up, to to help young people get uh, you know get the maturation and guidance that they need. Uh, if you're in it for the right reasons, uh, you, you, it's a great profession. If you're in it for not the right reasons, then uh, you you could be miserable. We had Jermaine Smith on a few weeks ago from Campbell and. We asked him about the portal and everything. He's coaching football there, and he said, "Look, my job is to coach these kids the game of football and to help them be a better person in life. And if I get them for one year, I'm going to do the best I can for that year. And then, if he goes elsewhere and can move up, good for him. I just I thought it was a pretty refreshing answer of a guy that is in it for the right reasons. Yeah, and and, and I would add one thing to that. Uh, you know." You, you must understand it is not a job. It is an absolute lifestyle. You know, this It's all-consuming, and, and that's fine because that's what I wanted to do. And I, I never even looked at it as a job, but but it's not a job. It, it, is, it is for sure a lifestyle that involves you and your whole family. And you have come out of it with a sense of humor and somewhat sane. So good for you, Coach Mack. You did it. Congratulations. Uh, let's see. Uh, this is a good one. Why, you know, why did coaches leave? Uh, Coach Mack uh, was asked uh, here by Jamie, what made Coach Mack want to come to ECU? How about leaving Chattanooga for VCU? You know, those decisions to leave, how tough are they? And, and why did you make the decisions you made? Yeah, and, and um, you, um, I got to or had to make a lot of those kind of decisions. So, you know, I turned down while I was at Chattanooga. I turned down Mississippi State, um, Oregon, uh, wow. TCU. Um, you know, and then didn't get a couple that I, you know, that I probably would have taken. But in the end, I ended up leaving because they didn't reinvest in what we were doing. We had been to we had been to four out of five NCAA's, won nine championships in twelve years, and uh, they they doubled my 
my salary the year we went to the Sweet 16. And then I got the budget, and they had taken it out of the budget. I said, you don't get it. I mean, this doesn't work. This is not how it's supposed to go. So so I quit, actually, without a job, and uh, luckily enough, got another job at, at VCU. But, uh, uh, you know, coaches leave for all kind of different reasons. We, we talk about the coaches that leave and, and regret the decision. I mean, do you have regrets not going to Starkville or Eugene or any place like that? No. I mean, you, you make the decision you made at the at the point in time, at that point in time, and, you know, you can't really look back and regret <clears throat> any of this. You know, the, some people say, well, you should have stayed at Chattanooga. Well, you know, VCU was a good place, and, well, you should have stayed at VCU. Well, you know, that worked that worked out, too. I went into television for a couple of years, and uh, I actually came here. Uh, you know, I was on the women's staff at Georgia Tech, came here because of, of Coach Holland. Uh, that, that was a personal thing, but, you know, and uh, always wanted to work work with him and had that opportunity thank goodness uh qu- question here about kentucky basketball thoughts on kentucky's recent struggles uh nil is endless there uh coach cal great coach or great recruiter and i'm looking at their recent seasons 22 and 12 last year 26 and 8 the year before they were 9 and 16 in 2021 um so i mean their struggles are different than other team struggles but they expect greatness there so i don't know why why did, has coach cal struggled uh two out of the last three years yeah well, you know, the covid year i think you can throw out and then uh and then adjusting to the to the portal versus the one and done some combination thereof uh, but to clear that up kentucky's always had the nil uh, they, they, had, <laughs> they had it before it was a rule but uh um but hey coach cal the, the folks that say he can't coach or crazy and the folks that say he's not getting it done or crazy uh expect them to to be uh you know one of those teams that makes a deep run this year as we learned at sports trivia last wednesday john calipari the only coach with three 38 win seasons and he's done it at two different schools yeah memphis and kentucky um interesting question here what uh what did the lynn bias death like what did that do for other coaches and teams at that time what effect did it have i don't know i don't know can you speak to that at all like no i I think it served as a warning uh you know to you know make sure that you know as much as possible that's going on with your program it was such a shock uh it it was a it was a uh a transformational player he was a you know a general once in a generation kind of player uh who knows what his career would have been like he certainly was a uh, he was a better college player than than jordan was and i know that's kind of sacrilegious to say in this part of the country but uh or blasphemous might be a better word but uh, but I think it, it it was a wake up call for all coaches and all college athletes to be honest about you know who you hang around with and um, and you know what kind of situations you put yourself in. Matt McCarthy joining us, coach. Last week, uh, I think we talked off the air about David Thompson. I think his name came up, and yeah. when Lynn Bias's name came up, I'm just thinking of maybe athletes that were a little before our time that were on a path to be great and and i guess would you say was david thompson better in college than he was the pros or he was yeah. he was and of course he went to you know the reason we brought him up is he went to the nuggets oh, yeah, the aba that's that's why that's why it came up but yeah he was uh, uh another one that um you know was one of those tremendous talents and um you know and he had some uh, abuse problems later on in his life too and you know uh you know he's good when michael jordan says that was his favorite player 
Yeah. Like, who is the greatest, his favorite player? David Thompson. So, you know, uh, he had to be something. All right. Uh, any more questions? You can get them in. We got a few more minutes to go with Coach Mack. Uh, Coach talked about the U.S. Open yesterday, and and boy, did uh, the Wyndham Clark earn that one. And he earned it by saving par and saving bogey at, at times. Like, he, he had to, and I think Jerry, who commented yesterday, put it well. He said it was it was pretty boring from a standpoint where there was no long chip-ins no long putts it was just kind of some gritty golf that uh that he was able to win and and that's how the u.s open is supposed to be uh you know a par is a good score and uh you got to put the ball in the right place and uh, i w- it was really impressive it was uh I-, I was on the edge of my seat the whole time despite the fact that they weren't making birdies or having eagle putts or well, how many close ones did rory have that were oh, that gosh. looked like they were going in yeah and he parred pretty much the entire day didn't he i yeah, mean he had he, two bogeys i think yeah, yeah. uh but uh but yeah the, i mean the leaderboard was was filled with stars like like rory and uh and scheffler and dustin johnson made an appearance and even fowler's sort of a star uh even though he hasn't played well in quite a while but uh but Wyndham clark that, and i had not heard of him before he won the wells fargo i i did not know oh, that i, I did I not know that before name. this week so. yeah <laughs> Uh, and he had his story, and uh, I, I saw uh, this today too. I didn't really pay that much attention to it during the broadcast, but a lot of people are roasting Paul Azinger for his his commentary. I don't know if you noticed this on Sunday. I do remember a particular one where he was saying this this a particular shot by Clark was not good. It's not going to roll back as it was rolling back within ten feet of the hole. I don't know if you remember that one, but a lot of people were on uh, Azinger for his calls. On, yeah, uh, I, I didn't. I didn't really notice any of those things. But uh, um, you know that. Uh, speaking of golf calls, though, I, I will. I would recommend a book uh, if you if you're a golf fan at all. Uh, the book by John Feinstein about David Faraday is outstanding. If you're a if you're any kind of golf fan or any kind of any kind of announcer fan, uh, television uh, folks, just make sure you go read that book. It's a really good read. I used to love his interviews. Uh, with jim rome he would have very entertaining interviews uh and say a lot of crazy things i guess that's his his way coach uh speaking of like a guy like rome are you a rome fan by the way probably hate, not hate rome yeah hate rome i understand that uh who who who's who's interviewed you that you uh you admire like other than me <laughs> God, it's, it's down between you and Troy. You know, <laughs> I, who's uh, who are some of the shows uh, or people you've talked to that are you know big names in the the media industry? I don't know. You know, uh, I haven't been on that many shows necessarily. Um, I've been on shows with people and that kind of thing. And some of the NCAA tournaments, uh, we had a chance to to talk to all of them. Uh, you know, Nance has done a game. Uh, Packer has done a game. Uh, Did you like Billy Packer? He was a uh, polarizing figure. He was a polarizing figure, but he was entertaining. And, yeah. You know, back when he and Thacker did the ACC Game of the Week, Sail with the Pilot. Uh, I, 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 I like, can sing that whole song. <laughs> I didn't like Packer growing up, but the older I get, the more I respect him. I think, I think it was pretty genuine. Like he kind of said what he thought, yeah. and he, when I was a kid, he reminded me of Bobby the Brain Heenan. He was like a heel character, like a wrestling guy, because he, the play-by-play guy was the good guy, and yeah. Billy Packer was the bad guy. That's kind of how I looked at it. <laughs> um, so I respect him more the the older I got. Yeah. No, I, I, you know, now that I do a lot of it, uh, you know, the, the color analyst job that I do, and I've called probably 
you know over 500 games now um you know i i do pay more attention to those things yeah. usually but during the golf thing i was you know it's it, you know golf isn't really you know second by second necessarily you you have time to kind of do other things i wasn't i wasn't listening to a lot of that plus i didn't think the sound was great during the u.s open either i i thought the announcers were kind of in the background a little bit uh they were they were a little bit quiet i wasn't hearing them as as clearly as as i normally do i don't think but uh as we wrap it up speaking of announcers i enjoy uh especially february when it first gets rolling march leaving uh clark leclerc stadium on a sunday and turning on mrn and uh, the racing broadcast on oh. the radio do you listen to those those are oh, yeah. they're fun they got guys at every corner and they're updating and it's it's really cool when i'm watching a race i have three things on i have the television on i have the scanner on for the drivers that i'm interested in and i have and when they're not talking then i hear mrn in between i, I love it it's uh, it makes it fun they paint a pretty good picture yeah no doubt where are we this week coach nashville nashville coming up sunday night race seven o'clock uh in nashville who you like this week well i like the same guy every week, <laughs> but, but i don't know that he's gonna win but i'm a kevin harvick fan oh and then and, we and he has won on this track what do so. you think about the chicago street race coming up uh, july 2nd not a fan of the gimmicks but I, but if it's nascar i'll watch it all right that'll be uh and by the way nbc first race uh this week it'll be on nbc right. coming up on a sunday night coach uh good stuff enjoyed it i always fun and uh we had some questions i don't think we got to including uh jamie save that one for next week what current college or nba rule would you change or amend we'll get to that next week on the show as uh we will have some uh fun summer chats with coach mac mccarthy appreciate it coach we'll see you next tuesday let's take a break when we return we'll talk about the ladies clinic coming up on friday with amanda houston got that on the way mike mullis and steve cotton all in a busy hour two more to go after this Listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your business needs. Let University PC Care take care of it so you can take care of business. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back. Frankly, at the Appliances Superstores is inviting you to their grand opening this Wednesday, June 21st. From 4 to 6 p.m., come help them celebrate with light refreshments. And Frank and his team will also show you how they make buying appliances easy. They started with a truck, a trailer, and a storage unit. Today, they have 12,000 square feet full of appliances, which is located right off of 264 behind the new DMV. They hope to see you June 21st, this Wednesday, from 4 to 6 p.m. Remember, they save customers money every day at the Appliances Superstore. Let's head back into PRL. Here's your host, Flip Brock. All right, welcome back to pirate radio live here on a tuesday coming up later on this hour mike mullis will join us to talk some college world series some u.s open and more and we will continue our ecu opponent preview steve cotton longtime play-by-play voice of the marshall thundering herd will join us in about 
40 minutes. But right now, we'll tell you about an awesome event coming up on Friday. It is another year of the ECU Football Ladies Clinic. And Coach Mike Houston and the staff and players getting ready uh, to put the ladies to work. And we got a couple uh, of ladies in studio that'll be there. Uh, Our own Jenny Sheldon. What's up, Jenny? What's up, Clipper? Jenny paying attention to the College World Series because she is a part of our pool. And she has three teams left, including both Oral Roberts and TCU. I got three out of six right now, Clip. You are the college baseball guru that I never knew. So we'll have to have you on more next year with college baseball. We'll see about that. (laughs) And Amanda Houston joining us as well. Amanda, great to have you back here uh, to talk about the Ladies Clinic. Great to be back. Thank Uh, you. One thing real quick. So not that Mike Houston's ever grumpy, but we talked all spring about how he was like the most positive we've ever seen him. He was always smiling and in a good mood. And uh, hopefully that translated to the home. But uh, man, he 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 seems very positive about uh, the direction of this football program. And I just noticed he was in a very good mood here these last few months. I would agree. I mean, he has just said he really loves this group of young men that they're working hard for him. I mean, you know, once you get your team, yeah. um, it's just kind of nice. I think it's flowed and, and, and meshing well. And I love to see the guys either at their position coach's house, grilling out or oh. cooking out and, and getting together. And it really kind of brings home the family atmosphere. That it they, does. They it does. We had the leadership team over to our house and boy, you just don't realize how big they are until <laughs> in your living room. How much, yeah. f- how much food did they eat? A lot. <laughs> All of it. Got to keep them fed. Got to right. keep them well fed. All right. So ladies clinic coming up this Friday, Jenny, how many years have you been to this event? I've been doing it ever since Mike Houston got here, so yeah. this will be my fourth, fourth, right? fourth yeah. or fifth year, fourth year. Fourth. We've seen video of you tackling dummies and things yep. like that. Yep, I've tackled. I've tried to catch a few balls. I'm going to be working harder this year so I can make those catches. Got to complete the catch. Yep, and and get the two feet down. I guess only one in college, so just one foot. All right, so let's talk about the schedule of events. And, Amanda, it, it gets underway at 5 o'clock on Friday? It does. Um, check-in starts at 5, 5 to 6 in Harvey Hall. Um, and walk-in, like, walk-ins are accepted, so that will be good. Um, $75 a person, so just for anybody that's interested last minute that they want to come along. Um, and I need to I need to point out first that this is our first year we've actually got a sponsor. Mm. So Atlantic Bay sponsor or Atlantic Bay Mortgage is our sponsor this year. So we're really grateful to them and thankful that they love our ladies clinic like we do. <laughs> and uh, five to nine, it says so a lot uh, going on between those hours. And mm-hmm. uh, let's uh, we'll go chronologically. So after check in, uh, it looks like there'll be introductions and chalk talk so you'll uh, learn some x's and o's yep and i think even between that check in um there'll be drinks uh, and again villa verde will be the dinner that night and then there's um drinks whether you want an alcoholic beverage or not i mean that's all included in the 75 dollars. but i think that then once check-in is over there's a tour of the facility okay which is so cool and a lot of times the husbands are really jealous that the ladies get to do that. I like the idea of getting a few drinks in before you do yeah. the skills. That might explain you dropping the balls, Jenny. <laughs> I, I'm not sure how many I had, but I was pretty focused. It makes me mad to drop them, you know? All right, me well. too, actually. I've dropped them before. <laughs> I'm not so worried about the field goal kick. Like, that hurt my Well, let's, well Okay, hurt. so before we get there, um, the, what are you doing in the weight room? Are you lifting any or are you just kind of touring the weight room? 
we do drills. Yeah, we do drills. So when we check in and do tour of the facilities also, the really cool part is you get to go in the locker room. You get to go see all the cool things that they have in the locker room, pool table, and just kind of where the guys get to chill throughout most of the season. So that's fun. Yeah. And the ladies, if they want to, can try on the gear, which is always a hoot. Awesome. Honestly. And I saw at the recent junior camp, uh, they ran out of the tunnel, had the smoke. You guys going to be able to do that? I think so. That's yeah. awesome. Last too. year was the first time we actually got to run out in the smoke, and I couldn't see a thing. <laughs> so I'm excited to go do that again. It was really fun. And I appreciated that because when I'm standing on the other side on game day clip doing pictures, I get well out of their way because I know they can't see anything and I do not want to get run over. There's a famous video of Linville Joseph, former pirate, running over someone as a member of the Vikings, just drilling a camera person. Oh my. And you don't want that to happen no. on game day. Don't hurt the players and uh, and don't hurt our, our lovely camera women either. Uh, so, all right, now we get to the drills. So what exactly, uh, again, we've seen the videos, you're, you're tackling, you're catching balls, you're running routes, you said kicking. So tell us all the uh, skills and drills you guys will be doing. So my favorite drill is actually one that I see in practice quite often. They roll a big donut, just roll it out there, and you got to go chase it down and tackle it. So you're tackling it on a big cushion, but it is a lot harder than it seems, Clip. And when I watched my video from last year, I swear they were rolling that thing like fast as they could, and it was pretty much as slow as they could. <laughs> to keep it standing up straight so I didn't go full speed and hurt myself. Amanda, are you uh, involved in all this too? Are you I, getting dirty? Yeah. All right. I, yeah. As you, long as they'll let me. I mean, I, I think it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> you and your girlfriends get pretty competitive. We do. We do. I, I usually make a really bad pass to one of them and have to apologize. But yeah, it's all good. Uh, kicking as well, Jenny? Yep. Field goals. Try to kick a field goal. I'm still I'm looking really for bad. my first one. It's hard. It's really, it's really hard. So Shirley's going to join us this year, I think, from Pirate Radio. So I'm interested to see what kind of skills she's got, yeah. too. Now, she is an athlete. She's a traveling softball player. So she should be able to do some of these events. I'm think. an athlete. I rode horses my whole life. Nobody, nobody said you weren't. <laughs> Calm down. I do think they're going to do some little like competitions like the fastest woman this year oh. and the Ooh. golden arm is what I was told. I say like longest throw, maybe? I, I'm or maybe assume. accurate. Maybe, maybe. you throw it I, through I, a... Yeah. Yeah, so some, you know, awards will be handed out. Golden arm, maybe golden foot. For those ladies that bring their A game. Jenny, I think this is the year you're going to make a kick. I think so, too, Clip. I like I like the way you're going. Just yeah. think positive, and it'll happen. All right. right. There you go. And then uh, dinner. What's for dinner? Villa Verde, which oh, is man. amazing. Yeah, shout out to Jay always yeah. at Villa Verde. Yummy. Great stuff there. So uh, what else uh, is going on? Anything that we missed? That is a full day, uh, it, evening coming up. It is, but there's some fun stuff, too. There's also the players will be there. So they usually do us a little fashion show, which is amazing and so funny and fun. Um, and then there's going to be also a player panel. So I, we get to pick their brains a little bit. So the coaches uh -oh. will do their thing and do some X's and O's, um, but we'll also get to pick the players' brains. Awesome. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah, We've, that's new. Yep, yeah. They always add one. like a little yeah. new twist every year to kind of change things up. If you have come in the past, it is going to be a little more fun and different this year. Yeah. I'm wearing the t-shirt from last year clip. Oh, you get yeah. an awesome t-shirt as well that when is cool. you get registered. Um, so you can always have something to remember the day by. Yeah. I've really enjoyed it, and there are 
downsides to the nil but also very positives where we're able to talk to the guys and get to know them and we've become huge rajay harris fans oh, and he's awesome. you know isaiah winstead obviously yeah. holt and and just getting to talk to these guys and know them as people is my favorite part of what i do and uh and i think the the listeners enjoy it too if you get to know these guys more than just football playing robots you you look at it from a different perspective i think and they're a lot of fun yeah so the fact that you guys will be able to pick their brains you got good questions lined up jenny i'm gonna ask you later (laughs) (laughs) okay fair enough all right so uh it all begins five o'clock and you can so people can sign up now if they like they can and the website is mike houston football camps llc.com and you can find the ladies clinic there or if you'd like to wait till friday you can walk up and do that five o'clock at harvey hall and uh and get signed up what anything else we need to know nope just come on out friday ladies and have some fun it's super special event that only we get to experience and make your husband or significant other jealous that you get to go (laughs) run around in the locker room of ecu football team and hang out with them all night and amanda it's been camp season we talked to coach uh, a couple weeks ago now but uh, after all this you finally get a little bit of a breath i guess yeah yeah i think so (laughs) we'll see (laughs) and then it all cranks up again in uh, late july august so gonna be a lot of fun looking forward to another year of pirate football uh what do you got a lot of a lot of baseball and stuff going on in your household well the baseball's over now we played one revolt so we're done with baseball but then the older one is now doing workouts at conley and um camps so the youngest is at the basketball camp right now did the football (laughs) camp last week so it's fun it never ends but it is a lot of fun all right good stuff anything else no that's it we good all right y'all have fun thank you and i want to see some good pictures and video jenny for sure of your athletic prowess (laughs) all right uh let's take a break when we return mully man mike mullis will join us we'll talk some baseball some golf and more right here on pirate radio live on a tuesday back with you after this Listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your business needs. Let University PC Care take care of it so you can take care of business. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back. Do you need custom t shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local, print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at University Sportswear ENC. Com, the official sportswear provider of Pirate Radio. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's your host, Clip Brock. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a Tuesday. Coming up in just a little bit, we'll hear from the play-by-play voice of the Marshall Thundering Herd, Steve Cotton. Uh, we'll talk about the Herd, who were 9-4 and four last year, bowl win, beat Notre Dame, and we'll see what they have returning to the team when they come to Greenville week two of this college football season. But right now, we will talk to the Mully man, Mike Mullis, who joins us here on a Tuesday. What's up, Mully? Hey, buddy. How are you? I am great. And uh, big story today. We led with it. Gavin Williams headed to the show. 
and will make his MLB debut, it appears, Wednesday when the Guardians take on the A's. How cool is that? Very cool. And we'd all been kind of saying, hey, he's ready. He's, his time is now. Just a matter of if the numbers and everything work out. And even though we've been saying that, I was kind of surprised to hear that news. Although Chandler is our Adam Schefter. He had this yesterday. He had this on Sunday. But he was sitting on it. Good. But Chandler is our new scoops guy, if you need to know anything. Wow, okay. So, Chandler, shout out to you. Good job, Chandler. On the scoop. But it is. it was still kind of, I don't know, kind of uh, surprising to hear. But I'm uh, fired up to watch him on Wednesday. Yeah, you know, that, um, that little modified COVID season was a big deal for Gavin. Because, you know, he went out, had some success. It was really the first time he was totally healthy. Then he ends up with a year off, more or less. Uh, gets himself completely healthy, develops that breaking ball that ends up being a difference maker for him and finds a way to command that, you know, that high power fastball. And, uh, man, you know, good for him. And not a terrible spot to make your MLB debut at home against the A's. I mean, it's it's tough. There's going to be nerves, but there's right. much uh, worse opponents I think you could face. Or maybe much better. I mean, yes. Yes. Yeah, Depending yeah. on your perspective. Right, but. yeah. Um, so. I thought that too, you know, but it's – um you know, I, I I remember Sam Nairn's debut with the Rangers was against the A's because Eric Burns had two home runs off of him. Eric so, Burns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Sam still says he's the uh, best hitter in the history of Major League Baseball. <laughs> I like that, talking to guys who uh, another guy kind of owned them and, and maybe not an all-star. But for that for that particular pitcher, Eric Burns. And now you MVP. watch now you watch Eric Burns run around, run around with the Savannah Bananas, you know, dressed in a Ric Flair type robe and coaching third base and screaming and yelling or whatever. So, kind of interesting how um, you know how 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 time treats us all. Update on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dub Buck. How about this play, Molly? We got a ground ball to short. We got a rundown. We're going to have a TCU runner out. One of the runners is going to be out because they got two men standing on third. Yeah. Now the the, the runner at third. I mean the the third baseman's wanting. Wanting a check that he knocked the that the shortstop knocked the other runner off the third and tagged him, but that that, that wouldn't. Uh, we got a Kent Herbeck situation yeah, that, that going on. That wouldn't fly right there. So they had the infield in. By the way, it's six to one TCU. Infield was in second and third, and they're able to get one out on the play. The batter uh, advanced to second during that rundown, so it's going to be second and third. It looks like, but guess what? We're going to have a review. Imagine that a review in college baseball. So, Molly, let's say that both players are standing on third uh, before he makes that Theoretically, tag. he did knock him off the bag. He, yeah, but... I don't know if they'll give him that. If two players are standing on third, who's, tag, who's tag out? both, and it's the back runner. Okay, back runner's out? Yep. Not that it might mean they're going to have a guy on third regardless, but just right. curious. Uh, well, what, really, what you might not have... And I, I don't know... <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. What He's the, off the base. He but is, but he was, he was knocked off the base. Off the right. Base. I, you know, the 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 conversation there between the uh, the runner at third base and the third base coach, really, but theoretically, there, what you would you would have liked to have seen that runner from third get in the rundown, stay in the rundown, and, and let those other two guys advance because you may get a ball thrown away and he scores. But yeah. I think really in that situation, they end up just catching the runner. Uh, I don't say napping, but kind of caught him off a second. So it'll be interesting to see how they rule this. He, I mean, he's definitely forced off the bag, uh, but I don't know. Uh, it'll, that'll be an interesting ruling. Can Herbeck maybe what be, yeah, maybe what ORU needs to uh, to get back in this thing? Herbeck could be trending on Twitter here soon if they call this a uh, a double play, be a six five four whatever double play six. Yeah, six. It would be 
What would it be? I'm trying to remember. So the shortstop got it, and he slid into the guy, so it would be a six unassisted. He threw it he had the tag. Well, he did have a throw in. The, uh, man, I don't know. <laughs> we need the official score to get up here. Uh, Mully, been some awesome action. How about Wake Forest? They just refused to lose. We talked about it during the regionals and super regionals where I said, man, I thought they were a pitching team. They've been putting up all these runs. Well, now they, they showed that they are just a complete team. They've been winning with pitching. I think they've scored like six runs. Yeah, there are two no. games, three runs a game, and, no, and and look, they can and they can really hit. And I think you asked me maybe even the beginning of the regionals, would I prefer a team that you could score, but like that was a big offensive explosive team or a team that could pitch? And my answer to that was, I would rather have a no. It was a team that hits a bunch of home runs or a team that can manufacture a run. And I, I mean, Wake's proven that you know they, they're not running balls out of the park like they have all year, but they are finding ways to get timely hits, and that's I mean that's how you win postseason baseball. It has been uh, amazing to watch their run. They were able to come back last night. And coming up uh, tonight, we have Wake and Tennessee. Yes. Do they go tonight? Or they... LSU and Tennessee. I'm sorry. Uh, for the elimination. Yes, that's right. So, SEC battle coming up 7 o'clock, ESPN, LSU, and Tennessee. Tennessee, who stayed alive with a win over Stanford yesterday. And now we're uh, we're getting to the nitty-gritty. Amanda Houston was here a moment ago and said, when does this end? <laughs> because it does. I mean, it is constant. Every well, day, it, two games. It, well, and the way they do this is they spread it out to where you have rehab opportunities. Yeah, I mean, you, you, in other words, you're not having to, you know, kind of rag guys out you're getting time to rest you there's obviously a huge advantage to winning in this tournament uh and then you know but but it gives you the best opportunity to see the the best product for the best of three you know coming up next weekend and they do set it up so there are no double headers for teams right right so no uh only one game in each day all right uh they are challenging this place there's no way they're gonna call this guy out is there well i mean he's definitely he's off the bag but he was certainly slid into and forced off the bag i i I would quite honestly i'm kind of curious what the uh what the rule the absolute rule on that would be um but I, I'm sure one of these two guys on the right side of the screen, have, you know, the two head coaches, somebody's not going to be happy with this call. Molly, uh, this hat I'm wearing, Norfolk Tides, it was uh, born on Sunday. I was given to it yesterday. It's like a two-day-old hat. It's fresh. Feels good. How about, do you like the Oral Roberts players wearing the hat with chalk and but, dirt and pine tar? I, if they, they wouldn't get my hat from me. I'm not switching hats. Yeah, right. You, yeah, you yeah like I mean, that. yeah, yeah. I'm going to roll with what it got me there. Yeah. I like the look, too. Well, and I mean, the look, it's, it's, yeah, it's your hat for the season, right? I mean, and not that they, they get multiples, but yeah, they're not going to switch hats. I Gotta mean, stick they, with what works. That's crazy, dog. Yeah. What a, uh, what a run they have been on. It could end today as they trail six to one right now. You know, when you watch a team like that, and it, it you know, you, you, it's easy to, uh, to draw the comparisons to to east carolina and and just it gives you the um the understanding that that's the beauty of college baseball and and this program is so close and has been so close uh but dallas baptist uh is another one of those programs that that kind of knocks on the door and you know everybody compares them back to coastal to where coastal made the run and was able to win the, the win the whole deal back in what was it oh six or seven so i mean look it it's Looking at ORU, get this deep. They got to win out there. Uh, you know, tough to beat a team twice like TCU, and that's what they're being asked to do. But uh, yeah, I mean, an amazing run that these guys have had for sure. Mike Mullis joining us, Pirate Radio Studios, talking baseball. We'll uh, we'll talk some golf as well. 
Uh, Jamie says, I read LSU has broken the record for alcohol sales at the College World Series this year, eclipsing Ole Miss's record that they set last year. Is it a given that when ECU goes, ECU fans will break the record? I don't know. I know yeah. they'll do a lot of drinking, but that's as a big. Far as that's a big. Go, that's a big fan base with those uh, with those two programs. You know, you have an estimate. Have you heard how, like, how many tigers are out there, Molly? Oh, I have you know? no idea, but yeah. I, I mean, it's it's a bunch, and it, you know, a lot of them probably aren't even making their way into the stadium. I mean, it's you know, so well, you drink that much, right? Well, it'd be hard to get into the stadium. Tough. But uh, yeah, you've been to Omaha? No, that's something I'm desperate. I mean, that is a bucket lister for me. They're making the call here. I love that they're talking to the crowd. He called him like, out. Well, he called one guy out. Oh, okay. Yeah, After further review. Yeah, we got uh, Ed Hockley. Oh, wait. We got two outs? Yep. Call overturned. <laughs> this guy's losing his mind. I think he said a bad word. That is a crazy call, man. You can't do that. Yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't see how that would be allowed to be called an out. I mean, is a guy going to stand there and tear, you know, tear his ACL because a guy rolls him up? I, yeah, that's that is insane. I got to uh, get my Herbeck tweet in real quick. Kent yeah. Herbeck's son plays for Oral Roberts. That is a uh, that is an interesting call. I mean, and, and those that that are driving down the road can't see it. The the defensive player slid into the the runner at third base, well, one of the runners at third base, and kind of force him off the bag but if he stays there i mean he's going to roll up his knees so he kind of eases out of the way but and, and it didn't look like he stepped i mean he was pushed off yeah he so was I, slid into it was uh, a very weird deal uh mully do you, you know who's in first place in the nl central they i know won, who, i know who it isn't who who is it they won nine in a row the cincinnati reds the reds are in first place uh jamie says thoughts on the new breakout star for this reds ellie de la cruz i tell you what when he went head first into first base beating out of infield the, the a single to the first baseman was the last night or night before i'm like man ellie it's a long season dude you going in <laughs> i mean you are what everybody's talking about right now the last thing baseball needs is for you to get hurt it's he's funny, impressive though because acuna does stuff like that and he also like watches balls hit off the wall instead of running at yep. so he sometimes we say hey tone it down man watch the diving catches the diving in the first and other times you're like hey hustle uh, i don't know he's got to well, he's got to find a happy I, I think you can always hustle but head first in the first is risky enough as it is yeah. and then you got a guy like that you know but um yeah no he man he is he is electric and there's i mean you keep waiting on these big leagues to figure him out right like uh, they, they're going to see enough abs they're going to find holes when you can run like that dude can I mean, he puts a ball in play. He's got a chance no matter where he hits it. Something about a, watching a tall, lean guy run like that. Like yeah. He he looks cool. For uh, Something about him looks cool. He's got the look. Uh, I don't know. It's good for baseball to maybe have another young uh, star. I, I tweeted last week that for the first time in my life, my sports life, the best player in the sport plays for my favorite team, Ronald Acuna. Yeah, now, you did. That was just an incendiary treat. I got, got some pushback on that. Yeah, because you. But there's better. only one guy. You knew better when you sent that. Shohei Otani. Well, what do you mean? Our, 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 he's definitely. Now, don't start that squealing stuff. I know right where you're going because you get so defensive about your freaking Braves. He is a really good player, and finally, maybe becoming a household name, unlike Freddie Freeman. <laughs> We're gonna do that again. But he is he the best player in the game. He's definitely top five. 
And, and to name the other four, you know, the Mike Trout's come up, and Mike Trout is obviously a little diminished. Uh, the kid from Cincinnati, Shohei Otani, you know, uh, maybe a maybe a, a Orioles fan would ar- argue oh. uh, Adley Rushman. I, you know, I don't know, but he's definitely way up there. He's the MVP favorite, and I believe second on the odds in the National League is non-household name Freddie Freeman for the Dodgers. How about that? You know, and all those guys are good, but I mean, seriously, how good is Shohei Otani? We don't uh, probably don't talk about it enough. It is crazy. I wish he played on the East Coast. We we have these legendary stories. That's a good point too. These stories about Babe Ruth and and what he did in baseball, and it's he, it, we're watching it happen right now. And I don't think we appreciate it. Well, again, you don't get to see him play. Yeah, you just see the highlights the next morning, and it's man, he is just incredible. He even you know has by his standards struggled on the mound with you know kind of lost his own a little bit. But he goes out the other day and strikes out like eleven or something. I mean, it's yeah, he's he he puts up little league numbers. Uh, <laughs> uh, I got one guy responding to my Kent Herbeck tweet said that play still fires me up. I mean, justice for Ron Gant. This the I'm still I'm still mad about it. You are certainly bitter. I mean, it's been thirty plus years. Certainly bitter. And as a ten year old, nine year old, however old I was, I was man. Kent Herbeck, I thought was the worst person in the world in America and the world um jansen says shohei is putting together the best season of all time no question uh, mike p says did mully put quote the guy in cincinnati end quote ahead of acuna no just mention him as one of the top five guys right this second okay he's got a long ways to go to prove he's he's there with acuna no i I, look i'm i am validating that acuna is really good but right this again you you can't hardly put trout in the same category as acuna right this second because he's it's just it's not the Mike Trout that we know and love. Yeah. He, I mean, he's a little bit banged up. And, he, you know, it's weird to say he's getting older. But, I mean, Mike Trout's getting older. Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper's kind of, you know, he's a, he's kind of a middle-of-the-pack guy. The best point. ability is your availability. Seems like when Harper plays, he is. He's good, stud. but he just can't stay in the lineup. Yeah. That would be the Steven Strasburg deal, right? If Strasburg could take the ball every time he has had an opportunity to take it, he would be way up there. Is Steven Strasburg still a play alive? I think he's pitched this year. I, I, I he is way off my radar. Yeah, I mean, but and that, that's the problem. He when he's out there, he is really good, but he's just not out there enough. I actually watched the season highlights from the 2019 year, the World Series year last night. Let and it then, go. And like uh, watching Steven Strasburg up there. By the way, MVP of the World Series back then in 2019, which is crazy to think because I mean. I remember the sensation that he was in high school and then at San Diego State, and I, I feel like his whole career has just been like, all right, he goes missing here, or he goes on hiatuses, and he comes out that 2019 year and is the MVP of the World Series. Yeah, so. K-State, he just couldn't so say nothing. He right has here. been – Yeah, he's got uh, severe nerve damage. There you go. Shut down. Earlier this month. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so I, – I, Do you remember the year that they shut him down as they were going to the playoffs? Yeah. Like, they, he hit his innings, Max, and said, all right, you're not pitching anymore. I know we're about to pitch in the biggest games of your life, but you can't play. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. It's kind, of what, it's kind of what Cam Newton did in the, uh, in the, in the Super Bowl. He, you didn't, you didn't he, have to do that. He made, he, made a, <laughs> a he, made a business, he made a business decision. <laughs> Would uh, Studio B like to chime in on that one? There's no. nothing anybody could say to that. The dude made a business decision right there that he was not getting involved in that. It was and a guess what? It, we didn't have to bring up. And, and guess what? He ended up 
ruining ruining his career in uh, Pittsburgh like two or three years later when T.J. Watt went right straight to his shoulder. So he well, had no decision in that business. Yeah, he saw what uh, what happened to RG three. You know, trying to win a playoff yeah. game and. Jamie says Strasburg retiring just was in the news. I haven't seen that news. And he could, I mean, he could have made that decision. I mean, it's probably time. Yeah. He is 34. A whole year. June 9th. 2022 was his last game yeah he played so just over here he has been out the league out of sight out of mind and uh that team has and how quickly we as fans forget yeah you know he was so good uh he was i remember watching him in that last game for san diego state his last outing pitch against uva and they had to fly across the country to go play him and man uva's guys were amped up and coach mack had him right and the first guy he faces gives up a tank and you know, I mean, it was. I, I was expecting an epic, uh, epic matchup, but I think Strasburg went like four. You know, who else was good. Uh, I just had a question by him in sports trivia last couple of weeks. Mark Pryor was really good. So I got a funny story about Mark Pryor. Great. Well, two two things. Interesting enough, <clears throat> Mark Pryor went to Vanderbilt out of high school, as did Clayton McCullough. Clayton McCullough caught caught Mark Pryor at Vanderbilt, and then they both transferred to where they finished school who clayton mccullough clayton mccullough went to vanderbilt yes he did that's breaking news to me so i was talking to one of that hot audio out so i was talking to one of uh one of mark Pryor's former pitching gurus when Pryor kept coming up lame because the big deal with him was he had perfect mechanics i don't know if you remember it was like he'll never get hurt perfect mechanics whatever well he has the elbow issue so he gets hurt and he's rehabbing but i was told this is not me saying this is what i was told and i kind of gave him the come on man but that the reason he couldn't stay healthy is he was allergic to sunflower seeds and would continue to eat sunflower seeds in his running during his rehab and it was causing inflammation and he couldn't get healthy and i'm like come on man wait so I, again so sunflower seeds played a part in mark Pryor's I, potential I, hall of fame that, career that, that, being cut short. that was the story that was the company line coming from mark Pryor's camp i mean you usually guys maybe try to get off the dip and go to seeds he should have gone the other route maybe try tobacco maybe <laughs> but that was healthier for you th- those words that's were, crazy and that came directly from tom house who's one of the most renowned pitching guys in the world Wow. Who was doing Mark Pryor's rehab and who had kind of created Mark Pryor's symmetrical mechanics and everything was equal and opposite in all these all these terms. But that was the uh, company line that they towed with Mark Pryor's breakdown is that his his allergy to sunflower seeds. And his addiction. You know what I, 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 I guess maybe, I mean, could you have a gluten allergy that caused those issues? Would it be the, the kind of a similar difference where, you know, you, it's just causing your body to, to have inflammation and you can't you can't lick it i don't know wow uh and the cubs did end up winning one 2016 but those early ish 2000 cubs with Kerry wood and uh i don't know if zambrano was there yet but prior like they looked like they were primed to be really good for, for a, long a long time, time. and didn't work out well you remember ben, uh, what uh third baseman uh not chris benson that was a pitcher chris bryant chris bryant you know he was the first guy i ever heard talk about launch angle about lifting the baseball and whatever and that kind of became a thing uh but he was the guy that was supposed to be hall of famer just you know can't miss guy and he 
Well, he won an MVP. Yeah. He had a he won had a, a World Series. He had a he's in the Hall of Very Good. And who does he play for now? Is he Rockies? I would be. Is he still in the league? Yeah, he's somewhere. Colorado, I think. Or I know he was. Uh, but yeah. All right, Molly. Uh, about out of time. Yeah. Thoughts on the U.S. Open? I thought it was awesome. I heard you make a comment that it was kind of boring or whatever. And I, I read comments that it was boring. Okay. No, I and, thought it was great competition. And, and the people that said that, and, and Jerry in particular, it was due to no long chips, no long putts, which I agree with. There wasn't that. But it was kind of a gritty gut. Coach Mack said it was the way the U.S. Open supposed to be. You got to gut well, it out, kind of. You say that, but you still had a double-digit under par to, you know, to, to win it. So that's, you know, we used to see two over win the U.S. Open. There were some hole in ones. There, I mean, I thought it was, I thought it was great. I was drama. entertained. I, I thought it was it. great drama going yeah. down the line, and I, I you know, I, I've never really like cheered for or against Rory McIlroy, but I thought, man, what kind of poetic justice would it justice would it be for him to win it? And you know, I was super invested in Scheffler, and but Wyndham Clark, you know, the, I mean, the, the the dude held on and i thought the way ricky fowler handled everything with the yeah. comments post round uh you know the comments made just between he and wyndham and then wyndham's reverence for ricky as a former cowboy from oklahoma state so i mean i thought there was a lot of, of great drama and again wyndham clark did what he had to do every time he got himself in trouble he managed to get crazy. it up and down and and do and it i mean I, again I, I i really enjoyed it what did you think of the like there was a lot of golfers who didn't like the course what did you think of the course venue everything? i thought it was a neat place to to look at i mean i i just think people if people are the, the tennessee's to have something to complain about right i like how challenging they made it and you're right i guess the problem was those 10 unders nine unders we saw most of that was done thursday friday saturday it wasn't a lot right. On Sunday. that's right and you know and that was a place you had to hit shots you know what I mean? It wasn't just a a, a, a pounded out golf course. It a number of years back, and I can't. Uh, Jordan Spieth won it playing Jason Day there in Oregon. Maybe it's Banded Dunes in Oregon, and everybody talked about how trick. You know, they were having to hit the ball up the hill, and it would roll back and all that. I, I, I think it's a different look. I you know I I. I I, I don't have a problem. Well, and I'm fired up because my good friend Mike Mullis is taking me to Pinehurst next year. Right? Yeah, we're in. Yeah, so we're looking going. forward to that, man. We're yeah. going every day. Every oh, I mean, I, every day. <laughs> every day, please. Every, every day. Can I well, he only had four. Uh, we'll, I think we'll, we'll we'll work through it, Chan. Okay, that'll be really awesome. Yeah, we'll see. But uh, and look, if I don't go, it's fine. I'm gonna send. Pic- I got good. I'll send you pictures. Hopefully, I'll you do don't a live have to. report clip now if we, we you got to walk the whole golf course and you, you can't, can't uh you can't fans can't have there. a cart can't smoke out there that's bogus well i'm just telling you, it's not not my rules can you vape negative <laughs> no vaping <laughs> all right well i'll figure hey, something I'll out go. i'll be glad to yeah well we'll see we'll see if we can get you in molly <laughs> thanks for hanging out yep enjoyed it all right we'll uh, take a break come back when we return our ecu football opponent previews roll on This time we'll talk to Steve Cotton, talk some Marshall Thundering Herd football when we return Pirate Radio Live on a Tuesday after this.
You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your business needs. Let University PC Care take care of it so you can take care of business. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the program for the latest breaking news, interesting stories, and awesome contests that can make you a winner. Be sure to follow Pirate Radio on our social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at pr 927 FM. Join the over 62,000 followers today at PR927 FM. Now let's head back into Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Rock. All right. I feel like I've done a shaky job of telling everybody what's going on in Omaha. So Oral Roberts TCU elimination game. Winner of this plays Florida. Tonight you've got LSU Tennessee. Winner of that plays Wake. Florida and Wake would be one win away from advance to the championship i think that's what we got y'all good over there how's studio b going I haven't checked in with you guys a lot today other than when mike mullis uh crabbed on cam newton um no everything's good over here all right doing great living lavish joey's running strong. i actually just thought about how crazy it is that joey's literally sitting here producing the show just a weekend into his internship yeah does it show you how easy your job is i knew i should have not brought that up because <laughs> i knew you were going to go there i'm just trying to com- compliment this guy and you're literally trashing on me so. i appreciate it Chad. let's uh let's talk to steve cotton how about both of y'all are elite instead of the job being easy it's a tough job i was gonna say my counter guys, argument yeah. is maybe it's not as easy but chandler's just a very good instructor i'll tell you who one person who can't do it me so i ain't got no yeah I, but if you ever wanted to do it i just teach you for a day. About 10 20 minutes <laughs> yeah. i've learned it uh by the way i feel kind of bad uh, uh joey uh followed me on twitter last night and i followed him right back i, I did too gave him the follow back and then i said hey y'all go follow joey uh early front runner intern of the year and he's got like seven follows since then like I really thought there would be more, Joey. I apologize. It's all good. It's all good. If y'all could do me a favor, go follow. Uh, Should I make a tweet saying that? At Joey J O W I underscore seven one zero seven one zero. Give him a follow. Let's get those numbies up. Uh, conversation topic from Jansen. We'll do this in hour three. Rank your favorite trophies, awards, and sports. Is that like the actual look of the trophy? We can do that. I feel like That'd we've be done this before. You know what? It's sports talk radio. Oh, no, Everything's I, recycled. No, I know, but <clears> I, I feel like we've done it because I remember looking at pictures of different trophies. We ain't done it with Joey. And I bet you didn't include soccer because I'll, I'll put it. No. Maybe we did. They have the best trophies. Look right. at trophies. Okay. Uh, how about that CONCACAF trophy? The Gold Cup. The what? Uh, that one's actually, they. I saw uh, Weston McKinney, one of the star midfielders, was like, is like queso they put queso in the in the cup and was getting chips out of it so hmm, interesting that one was not so respected <laughs> all right let's uh let's talk some football as we head out to the pirate radio live line and welcome on long time play-by-play voice of the marshall thundering herd steve cotton joins us here on pirate radio live steve appreciate your time welcome back to pirate radio how you doing today doing well thanks clip yes sir and uh looking forward to another year of pirate football and glad to see the marshall thundering herd back on the schedule and coming here to greenville and man before we talk about this year's group uh let's uh look back at last year very successful season for charles huff and crew with a nine and four record a bowl win and uh steve do the folks in huntington still talk about that notre dame win every day (laughs) oh no doubt about it that was 
quite a thrill for everybody who was involved. You don't uh, just waltz in there and win a whole lot of football games. And it, it was just, uh, even to this day, you kind of get goosebumps about it. Just thinking about the exit, walking out of there, walking past those statues of uh, Newt Rockney and on and on and, yeah. and all the, the football lore that goes there. So, yeah, that was quite a thrill. Now, Marshall uh, followed that up by losing a game in overtime at Bowling Green the next week. So you got, came back down to earth pretty quickly. But after an up-and-down start to the season, Marshall uh, rattled off wins in its last five games and uh, got the bowl win down at the Myrtle Beach Bowl over the University of Connecticut. So that gave the team a pretty good boost heading into the offseason. Man, I remember sitting here. I, I guess ECU played later in the day that day, but we were watching that Notre Dame-Marshall game during our pregame show, and uh, we were all fired up for the Thundering Herd here in Greenville. And and real quick, Steve, East Carolina headed to Michigan for the season opener, and Mike Houston has said he's going to take his players out on the field beforehand and maybe do an extra walkthrough more so than they do at other venues because of the sidelines and and what it's going to be like at the big house and and you mentioned the lore and history and all that that there's some of that uh, certainly at michigan as well i guess it didn't affect uh marshall at all but i I don't know do do you remember any jitters from the players coaches uh going into that game because kind of similar to what the pirates will face when they go to the big house you know it felt like other than when you stopped and took in the surroundings just like another trip another game and so they uh were able to stay calm stay cool stay close the whole game which helps as those kind of games go along it puts a little more pressure on that team that's at home and is the big favorite and that kind of thing so but uh no they they did not do a whole lot that was out of the routine. They just went in and expected to compete well and did. Talking to Steve Cotton, play-by-play voice of the Marshall Thundering Herd, and uh, what a job Charles Huff has done. What's the the approval rating in Huntington of Charles Huff coming off that 9-4 and four, uh, bowl win year? Oh, yeah, People are excited about it. The team uh, loses quite a bit off the defense, including, uh, it's hard to overstate, the defensive coordinator, Lance Gidry, who's now at Miami, lost some uh, really good players at every level, but also returns all-conference kind of guys at every level of the defense. The offense brings back most of what it had. Now, it uh, there, there was an unusual situation in that Marshall's two years ago, top running back, Rasheen Ali, led the nation in touchdowns. Yeah. He got hurt right before the uh, fall camp ended last year. Marshall had brought in a transfer from the portal named Kalen Laburn, who went on to run for 1,500 yards himself, filled in great for Ali, who actually returned for the last couple of games of the year. And so Ali's back, having missed most of last season. The offensive line was mostly uh, pretty inexperienced to start last year, got its legs under it as the year went on. The uh, quarterback, a freshman last year, Cam Fancher, took over midway through the season and went 6-1 and one as a starter. So most of those things uh, have people pretty excited about what is ahead for the herd in 2023. 
Let me ask you about one of the coaches on the staff, Clint Trickett. I remember him as a player, watching him on Saturdays, and uh, his name kind of went away for a while, and then I saw him pop up on Last Chance U uh, years ago, and now the offensive coordinator, quarterbacks coach there at Marshall, and still a relatively young guy uh, in the in the coaching world. How about Clint and, uh, and him running the offense there at Marshall? Well, he uh, was, you know, right in the middle of, bringing that freshman quarterback, Cam Fancher, along. And compared to what he was as a quarterback himself and what he coached at the last chance you kind of thing and uh, previously in his career, Marshall didn't throw the ball a whole lot downfield last year. So he showed he could adjust Hmm. to the talents of that freshman quarterback, Cam Fancher, who's a good runner, and picked up the pace as he got more comfortable as the year went on, the last few games, he could step back there and throw, even when the other team knew that was coming, and find some success in doing that. But uh, he is a good runner. Again, didn't start until midway through the season, but still rushed for 466 yards on the year, the second most uh, running yards for a Marshall quarterback ever. So he, he's a multi-talented guy, multifaceted, and uh, had a good spring, and looks to uh, really add to, to what he brought last year, and you would expect that as a guy who comes in with some experience and some confidence. Steve Cotton joining us, talking some Marshall football. Steve, as you know, the transfer portal can uh, be a good thing. It can be a negative thing on your program. And to this point, you know, how much has Charles Huff utilized that? And, and Steve, has it been a, a net positive or, or negative thus far uh, when it comes to Marshall? Coach Huff and his staff have turned it into a net positive for the Thundering Herd. And, it, you know, I mentioned the uh, running back, Kalen Laburn, who came in from Florida State and ran for over 1,500 yards last year. But more of an impact has been made of uh, with players coming in from Austin P or McNeese State. They've done a great job in identifying people who uh, were overlooked by the big boys at one point and proved themselves uh, worthy of playing uh, FBS football. And so, you know, they've, they've really made hay on both ends of that. But uh, with the guys coming in from the FCS level or uh, whatever, that that's kind of caught my eye even more than the others. Steve Cotton joining us. Steve, uh, man, love the non-conference schedule uh, for Marshall. Going to be challenging, but very entertaining uh, for the fans. After Albany, they get East Carolina on the road and then have dates with Virginia Tech and NC State. So Marshall uh, has loaded it up with some big games. If you use that Power 5 moniker, uh, some of those schools from the ACC. Uh, So once again, challenging but exciting uh, for these guys and, and the fans, right? Well, it is. You have that game with the uh, Great Danes of uh, Albany to start it off, but uh, everything from that point forward, you'd better be ready to roll. Now, you'd better be ready to roll that first game, too, obviously. But uh, you, you have opportunities there, and as you start thinking about over in, in the years to come, what do you uh, need to do? How do you set yourself up to potentially make that football playoff down the line? And that recipe would seem to be put together a schedule like this, win a couple of games against so-called name opponents early, and then take care of your business, and you'll be in the discussion at the end. So I think that's the kind of thing Marshall's got its eyes on. And uh, it, like you say, you're going to have your hands full from uh, the non-conference portion right in through your Sun Belt season next year if you're the Herd fans. 
Looking forward to seeing Marshall roll into town to take on the Pirates, and they'll have revenge on the mind, Steve. I, I still, we're still trying to figure out how ECU won that game in Huntington a couple years ago. That was a head scratcher. Yeah, that uh, big comeback, and Marshall looked, uh, you know, three quarters in to have played pretty well and had the game fairly well in hand, and the Pirates uh, had that huge comeback, and I think uh, yeah, he, he really hasn't talked about it after that point, yeah. but I think Charles Huff, you know, just in his first couple of games as a head coach, probably would go about things a little differently if that same situation were to present itself. Right. Uh, learning as he goes, Charles Huff there and Marshall. Steve Cotton joining us, talking ECU and Marshall and uh, the, the history, obviously, between uh, these schools, uh, Steve, with the, the tragedy and uh, everybody we talked to, I, if we did a poll of, you know, nicest opposing fans, uh, Marshall would be at the top of the list. I always hear that uh, for Pirate fans. This one uh, this year uh, will be a little different, Steve. Uh, and, and as you know, uh, the voice, Jeff Charles, passing away for the first time in, in my football watching life uh, here at ECU, and uh, for a lot of Pirate fans, first time we are looking for a new play-by-play voice. He spent uh, hundreds of hours here in this very room I'm talking at uh, on this program, on his own show, and I know uh, you had a uh, relationship with the voice as well, Steve, and uh, man, we all miss him every day around here, and uh, just going to be very odd to, to have a football season without Jeff Charles this year. Well, that's certainly the case, and uh, you're right, Jeff and I uh, became friends, and our friendship grew in the summers more than anything because uh, I'm, I'm headed up to my uh, hometown and where I grew up in northern the northern lower peninsula of Michigan in a couple of weeks. I spent a good part of July up there. Jeff and Debbie had uh, spent their summers up yeah. in northern Michigan as well. And every year we would get together once or twice or even three times, I think, some years and uh, became close friends that way. And to the point that uh, so he grew up not far from Huntington here in Ohio 1A Reds fan oh yeah second he became the Tigers because he was in Michigan well I'm flip-flop I'm a <laughs> Tigers fan now I live in Reds country and uh, so all summer long you know several times a week sometimes we would be watching baseball games and texting one another or pick up the phone and call and uh, it, it I still something happens with the Tigers or the Reds. And my first thought is, oh, I need to call Jeff. Yeah. Uh, can't do that these days. So, yeah, it's, uh, you know, the, the job of uh, somebody filling in those shoes is going to be something. But uh, Jeff would say, hey, go do a great job and uh, make the fans enjoy the games, inform and entertain, and roll on with it. No doubt, Steve. I said last week, uh, man, I wish Jeff was here to see these young, uh, exciting Reds. They're in first place in the Central now after nine straight wins. And uh, I think if he came back and, and visited us for a day, he wouldn't believe it. Uh, we had a lot of chats about how bad they were, uh, but they are playing well this year. Talking to Steve Cotton on the Pirate Radio Live Line. Steve, uh, they, they call it the Fun Belt, and for good reason. What a what a league that has turned into an eclectic mix of teams. It's got a good regional feel, but, man, it, it's a tough one, right? Uh, week in, week out, you're taking on some good teams there in that conference. Yeah, the first trip through the Sun Belt for Marshall last year was uh, kind of an unknown. I, I had high hopes for it. It exceeded those expectations in that it's a different field by and large than what Marshall had been in and what East Carolina 
had been a part of in Conference USA, when you had uh, more of the big city schools, major markets, but not necessarily schools that uh, made a huge splash within the market. And you flip that around, and uh, the Sun Belt is uh, there. There are more schools like Marshall, not necessarily a huge market, but the schools are important in those towns, and the uh, attendance is uh, much different. People are much more engaged, and so you show up around the Sun Belt, and most of the time it's going to be a good crowd. They're into the game, they know the sport, and they are passionate about their team, and that makes for an interesting Saturday, week in, week out. Steve Cotton joining us. Steve, as we sit here in June and uh, still a little bit of ways to go until fall camp, uh, what would you say the strength is of this football team and, and what is a, a, maybe a weakness, something you uh, you hope they can improve on before September gets here? Well, I think the start with the offense. The strength should be that run game again. An offensive line that uh, had taken several hits to, due to graduation from the previous year and got off to something of a slow start last year, but really came on at the end of the year and is looked at to be a strength. Again, Rasheen Ali, a running back who uh, led the nation in touchdowns and ran for about 1,500 yards two years ago. He's back, should be healthy and ready to roll. The quarterback uh, is a strong runner. The Marshall passing game needs to improve, and uh, as much as fans are the quarterback, that comes down to playmakers and wide receivers. There are guys there who are talented. They are uh, big and fast and strong and that kind of thing, but the production needs to be there. So uh, we'll see about that. On defense, you took a lot of hits personnel-wise. You lose the defensive coordinator. But, like I said, there are guys at every level. Uh, Owen Porter, a defensive end, is a relentless pass rusher. And, uh, and he's not bad against the run either. But uh, just uh, a guy who's fun to watch from nearby Spring Valley High School, just uh, in the west end of Huntington, basically, and uh, didn't come in with any big rip- reputation or anything, but has made himself into one of Marshall's all-time best. You have a, uh, a linebacker in Eli Neal who has started every single game since game one as a freshman. He's ready for a senior year. He uh, is the heart and soul kind of guy in the defense. He is... No, is uh, you know you watch him on the field. It doesn't necessarily pop out to you, but the numbers at the end of the game and then at the end of the year always do. And then uh, in the secondary, yeah, Phil Steele came out with his uh, a lot of his preseason stuff. And Micah Abraham, a cornerback, was I think fourth team All American and a first team All Sun Belt Conference guy. And uh, again, a, a leader on the defense uh, on the back end. So. You have all of that in place. You've got a new defensive coordinator, but the same philosophy is there. And then you've returned both of the specialists, the place kicker and the punter, were freshmen last year. They had uh, some growing pains along the way, both of them. But by the end of the year, again, most, both of them were pretty solid. Uh, they've uh, looked to improve. And, uh, you know, in spring ball, they had obviously been working in the offseason strength and conditioning and flexibility program. And, the, they were really booming the ball 
compared to what they did during the season last year. So I think the Herds are probably in pretty good stead there as well. Great breakdown from Steve Cotton joining us today on Pirate Radio Live, ECU and Marshall coming up week two of the college football season. And like I said, it'll be good to see that green uh, back here in Greenville, Steve. So glad you can make another trip here and uh, hopefully enjoy some barbecue and, and probably see a good entertaining football game, I would imagine, too. Yeah, no reason to expect anything different uh, in all of the meetings between these two schools there have been uh no duds <laughs> right down to the end we've had several overtime periods yeah and uh so why would we expect to see anything different steve thanks so much for your time we'll uh, try to catch up with you again the week of the game but ha- have a great summer and off season and uh, we'll talk to you when football rolls around all right clip looking forward to it Steve Cotton, voice of the Marshall Thundering Herd, joining us here on Pirate Radio Live. Good year last year. Nine wins for this Marshall team. Talked about some uh, replacements they have to make, but a lot of high-powered offense coming to Dowdy Ficklin Stadium this fall. The Bryce Williams Bowl. Marshall and ECU uh. going at it. We'll uh, talk to Bryce when we return. Hour three of Pirate Radio Live will also make you a winner. We'll get Bryce's thoughts on what transpired at the Big Rock Blue Marlin Tournament. We talked about that a lot yesterday with Ashley Blue, uh, owner of the Sensation. We'll get uh, Bryce's take on it and more when we return. Pirate Radio Live on a Tuesday. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Are you ready and pre-approved at the home you want to purchase comes for sale today? Integrity Home Mortgage offers a wide variety of programs ranging from conventional government and portfolio loans Plus construction and lot loans. The Integrity Home Mortgage team of Talbot Green, Braxton Green, and Joanne Weir offers over 50 years of experience and is committed to providing you with a superior customer service that you deserve. Call them today at 252-714-2076. Integrity Home Mortgage, Pirates, supporting Pirates. Now let's head back into Pirate Radio Live. Here's Clip Brock. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. Bryce and I are talking words during the break, Chandler. I know a lot of words. And Bryce has a question for you. Go ahead, Bryce. So what do you call the top of a house? Like the shingles. The shingles? It's like, what, what is that? What makes shingles in your top of the house? What's that word? I mean, like... You, All right, there's something stuck on, on the yeah. on the blank of the what, house. On the roof? Okay, there he's a roof. I'm All a right, roof. if your car needs this every 3,000 miles, what are you getting? Uh, oil change. Okay. Oil. 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 Oh, oh, like you're, how you? Oh, yeah, like what oil. do you got? Oil change. Oil. Oh, you say oil? Say, say it louder. Oil. Oh, he's oil. oil. Do you go oil? oil. He's oil. Okay. Do you really? Yeah. Are you roof or roof? I'm roof. A, yeah. I'm roof. Okay. I'm roof. Bryce is a roof. Guy. I'm roof. I'm roof like a dog. Roof on the roof. On the roof. Oh, good lord. Roof. Roof. Well, I, but I do rough. say oil, and roof. I do say uh, sometimes I say water, but like I, I, I <laughs> water. use water, like water. Do you say sandwich? Or sandwich. Sandwich. 
Sandwich. Sandwich. So it sounds like more of like either an N or an M. Yeah, and it's like, sandwich. no, it's sandwich. I'm like, no, it's sandwich. Sandwich. Like S A M W I C H. Exactly. Sandwich. There's no D. I'm having a sandwich. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Sand, Good talk. And, sand and a witch. You're talking to a couple of communications grads here, Bryce, so we know how to say words. I say What's yes. your major, Joey? Sports studies. All right. Okay. You need to study the career of a Bryce Woods. We need to hit the music. My dad uh, said this weekend he was a big fan of Chandler and I's Brooks and Dunn impersonation. I, like it. I think it sounds good. I think it gets, oh, you ready? Mm-hmm. Hit it. I saw the light. I was <laughs> baptized by the fire in your touch and the flame in your eyes. I'm born to love again. I'm a brand new man. We do a lot of stuff joking around here, but I've, we put some heart into that. I was no, doing that. That had some juice. I, I, what are you I laughing at? I'm, uh, I literally can picture both y'all literally just boom. Oh, boom. man. We should have yeah. videoed our... I saw <laughs> the light. I mean, right. time. I mean, there's a lot of power punches and energy we going in on that. I oh, like uh, Every time. Put your smile on my Is face. it weird now, Bryce? Okay. Does your accent change when you go back home? Like, when I go back to where I'm yeah. from and I start talking to my friends, I saw a buddy of mine that I went to high school with, and, man, I just kind of had to stop and go, man, I am. 100%. If, like, people that I talked to in Greenville heard how I was talking right now, they'd be like, what are you doing? Right. Oh, yeah. But and it's just, I guess, the environment. It's where sure. I'm from. You oh, know? yeah. And it's like, you get really country when you're talking to Sean, your buddies back home, and or anybody. Like, when I get in conversations about hunting or fishing, it's just something... Yeah. subconsciously you just get in she's like why are you talking like that i'm like like what i guess cause i think fired up we so. probably all do that like depending on our surroundings and who we're around and yeah. going back home is one of those things we we are like chameleons in that way where we <laughs> yeah we uh most definitely yeah i don't know but yeah definitely uh all right bryce i'm gonna show you something i want you to tell me what these are pecans <laughs> okay is that what pecans Dang. Oh, what? Joey. Where are you from? I'm Hispanic. I'm Hispanic from Fayetteville. I'm going to be different. Uh, I got you. Hispanic but now, do you Fable. say it? Do you well, say the Fable. ice cream butter pecan? Yeah, butter yes. Pecan. Butter pecan. I do. Yeah. <laughs> people say, yeah. what kind so of people, trickery when, is that? Yeah. My grandmother used to go, we used to go get ice cream after school every Tuesday, and I would always get cookies and cream. She would get butter pecan. Oh, here's a good one. Uh, it's not fudge, but it's fudge. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's, it's a, it's a topping on ice cream. Hot it starts fudge. with a C. Uh, oh, car- caramel. Oh, caramel. Oh, yeah, caramel. Caramel. Come on. Caramel. I go caramel. We all say it different ways. So you say caramel. I say caramel and you put the caramel. extra caramel. Caramel. Yeah. <laughs> Is there two caramel. ways in it? <laughs> I think, oh, I caramel. Sure. We just said it three different ways. Chandler, do you have a fourth way to say it? Caramel. Okay. Care. You ever see your car? I'm a car. There's, um, an, R in, there's an R in that. Yeah, but yeah. you're on the previous word. I'll take uh, butter pecan, but can you put some pecans in it? Like, we're it. saying, like, because I do say butter pecan. Yeah, me too. But I call these weird. pecans. Those are pecans. Yeah. Interesting. Words, folks. Words. Words. The origin of our language. Yeah. How about it? They- if you have any other things you would like us yeah, to say, yeah, I'd love to see. Oh you. man, you know what annoyed me growing up? My mom, the way she said um, the state that Boston's in, Massachusetts. Yeah, well, yeah, Massachusetts. Okay. You, you, what Massachusetts? 
That's how my mom's. I say Massachusetts. Massachusetts. No <laughs> you say tees. it like that? Yeah, There's Massachusetts. No it's Massachusetts. 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 <laughs> Joey, you're the only one that can talk around here. How do you say it? Uh, Massachusetts. There's I think I think I man, you sounded just like me. I get the T in there. I'm gonna show uh, Chandler this. This is something I feel like a lot of people have different different uh, pronunciations for. It's an ice cream. It's like it's pea and cream. Oh, peaches? No, no, no. I don't even know how to say oh, that. Oh, pralines, pralines and cream. I think it's perlines and cream. <laughs> perlines, boy. Perlines. You ain't from around here, are you? Man, where are you from, boy? Hey, you from over yonder? I ain't around from here. <laughs> Perlines. I ain't never heard of that. Perlines. What is a perline? What is a praline? Praline. I don't know either. It looks like caramel. Interesting. Uh, this is our new segment. How do you how do you say, say words? How do you say S Y R U P? Ooh. S Y Syrup. 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 So you go sear? Yeah. I've heard that. Syrup. But I, I get some syrup. Syrup, yeah. That's interesting. Anybody hitting us Uh Brett says I I M E L go to the store. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna I'm gonna go. Now we do a lot like I don't know, we mix up words. Mash how do y'all end the hey so we've talked about how like how you respond to someone saying thank you. How do you get off the phone with somebody? I usually go the All right, I'll let you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now what if that yeah. other person has already said i'll let you go then what do you do all right sounds good i'll talk to you later yeah yeah i love it it's i'll let you but, go but all right i'll let you go and then you talk for another 15 minutes <laughs> <laughs> so how do you get off the phone with when somebody? i was hip and cool uh, i would say later Ooh, and i still say that to some of my friends later later yeah i think it's definitely situational who you're talking to but now yeah. i go with the du- i go oh just bye-bye i do bye-bye. a lot of bye i did that to uh bye-bye. So, yeah. bye-bye. I do, you know yeah. every time i say bye-bye, bye-bye i catch myself like what, is, what well, i know it bye-bye. sounds awkward but okay. I, I do a bye-bye, bye-bye. Uh, bye-bye. <laughs> yeah uh, all right well i'll let you get, I'll let you get off here <laughs> Wait, but I wasn't ready to Let stop. me go. I need to go over here and do I, this. I'm going to let you run. Oh, man. Well. I love this topic. That yeah. is good, too, maybe. All right. Todd says, say this. Todd, 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 Todd. What's that, Bryce? Worcestershire. Worcestershire. Worcestershire sauce. Worcestershire. I swear I said that that way. Worcestershire. Worcestershire. I think I did. Worcestershire. said it twice. Worcestershire. I think Worcestershire. that's how I say it. Worcestershire. That's yeah. good. Worcestershire. That's all there. Worcestershire. 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 Worcestershire sauce. Worcestershire. Yeah. Worcestershire. Bunch of hoopla. Worcestershire. All right. Now, you know you're really country when you say wash instead of wash. I'm gonna I'm gonna go over there and wash wash that. There you go. Wash. Where are you from? Oh, I'm from the country, man. Uh, Near about is a. Uh, Steve says, "How how do a Glenn say Saturday?" What's a Glenn? Saturday. Saturday. Uh, Saturday. 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 Um, he does. Say have Saturday. you ever heard it? Saturday. Hey Bryce, have you ever heard somebody say they've had a bait of something? I've had a bait of that. You never heard no, that? No, I've never heard that. That just means that I've had enough. Like, I'm tired of that. I've had a bait of that. Interesting. I ain't heard it. A bait of that. I've had a bait I've of that. I've had a bait of that. Um, Bryce, what do you call this place? 
Let me uh, pull it up real quick. This is going to be the whole interview. Yep. This is all I got planned for this hour. So we're going to keep it rolling. Yeah, that's fine with me. Because you know people are listening. They're going, well, hey, what do you call that? Movie theater. Theater. All right. Movie theater. Huh? Movie theater. Theater. You got more eater than eater. Theater. Movie theater. Movie theater. 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 And you go theater. Okay. What do you say? Movie theater. I'm going. I did it better that time. To the movie theater. 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 But we go three syllables. Sounds like you only got two. Theater. Theater. Does anyone say cinema? I don't think so. Even though it's on the side of the building? (laughs) No one says I'm going to the cinema. I'm going to the cinema. Somebody in the roaring 20s, maybe. (laughs) But I don't know about now. Go to the speakeasies. Uh, let's see. Anybody else? How do you say Giannis Antetokounmpo? Giannis Antetokounmpo. How do you say... No. How do you say the number one pick of the drafts coming up Thursday night's name? Victor, Victor Wimbenyama. Wimbenyama. Yep. Way to go. Victor Wimbenyama. Wimbenyama. Victor Wimbenyama. 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 Hmm. All right. Um, if anybody Wimbin else has Yama. any words that they uh, need explained or how we say them, please let us know. I think that's all we got. Oh, we got more. Wait. Bring them on. Color or collar? Like a collar on a shirt? Color. Collar. I say collar. Oh, mm. like color. Mirror or mirror? Mirror rare. Mirror. <laughs> mirror. How about drawer? Some people say draw. Draw or draw. What do you call your underwear? Draws. <laughs> underwear. Oh, drawer is a weird word, though. Drawer. 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 I, when I was younger, I used to struggle with it. Yeah. I used to say, uh, but I, now you got to figure I gotta it out. I got to go get some clothes out of my drawer. <laughs> drawer. <laughs> Except there was one time I said it for five minutes. Drawer. Oh, okay. Here's one. Let's go with this one. How do you right. say that word? Mayonnaise. Man-ace. Man-ace. No, uh, Me mayonnaise. Me too. Man-ace. Yep. Joey? Mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. If you said mayonnaise, I was going to cut you off. <laughs> mayonnaise. You got to go. What about uh, data? You data or data? Mmm. Oh. I got another one after this oh. one. Oh. I go data. data. This is I good because I just looked up data. a list of check words the data. that everybody yeah. pronounces. I'm going to say data. I think I, I might say it both ways. Data. You go data? Data. Check that for data. Who was the coach that said that? Was it the Grizzlies coach at the time? Check that for data. Uh, I'll say database, but I'll say data most of the time. Oh, good point. Database. Mm. Database. It's in the database. I go data, yeah. Oh, here's a good one. Who's Who sells you your house? Oh, my a goodness. Realtor? That's a tough one. Uh, just a realtor. realtor. Yeah, a realtor. realtor. <laughs> I just say realtor. That's yeah, another realtor. one I have to read in ads. So we were kind of talking about this um, during the break, too. Uh, every ad I had to read for a pitching change at Clark LeClaire, I felt like I was saying wrong because the company is iron, <laughs> iron and iron, irons and irons, and that is tough to say. How do you say iron? Iron. Do you iron? Fire. Uh, iron and iron. 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 Yeah. Hey, go over and get that urn. Urn and urn. Urn and All right. What a show. I've what got a another one. Realtor says Eric. Realtor. 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 Yeah, I kind of go like that, too. What do you call your father's sister? My aunt. My aunt. Aunt. Joey? Titi. <laughs> That's a whole different word for me. Uh, <laughs> I, I go, Wait, I go but aunt. But it's, uh, what, it's Tia. 
Yeah. And yeah. Tia and Tio. So you don't use the word aunt or aunt at all? Never. All right. Oh, that's cool. How do you say fire, Bryce? Fire. Yeah. Oh, this fire. This will bring the country out in you. Uh, one that when I started as an intern here. Go ahead, go ahead. When I when I started out as an intern here, one that Troy Dreyfus always used to. Uh, well, I'll, I'll say this: win. <laughs> I, I, there's there's a file on here of me saying win, win, win. Yeah, we put but, your saying win to the song. All I do is win, win, win. Win and life. Life. For the yeah. life of me. For the life. I don't say life. I say life. Who's the greatest Bulls basketball player ever? Michael Jordan. Michael. Rose. His name's Michael. Michael Jordan. Yeah. How am I saying it? Michael. Michael. Michael Jordan. Michael. Michael Jordan. M A G G L E. Michael. That's how you say it. Michael Jordan. Hey, look, it's Michael Jordan. There you go. Michael. Hey, it's Michael Jordan. How do you say colorful pencils that the kids use? Crayons? Crayon. Some people say crayon. I I say crayon. 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 Crayons. Yeah, I go crayon. Crayon. I've heard several people, like some old, like some old substitute teachers back in elementary school would say, all right, get y'all's crayons. Crayons. Do y'all know anybody that legit calls it a hurricane? Jokingly, I'll do hurricane, but yeah, I do hurricane. Jokingly, there's a hurricane. Oh, here we go. We got uh, what's that, Bryce? They used to have that in my grandpa's uh, cupboard. Vienna sausage, Vienna. Vienna. I think I used to go Vienna. I am Vienna. Vienna, Vienna. This is a I love a Vidalia. This is a tough one for me, buddy. You ready for this one? It's a good call, Joey. Jewelry. Jewelry, jewelry. I usually but get jewelry. I, I, you know what? I'm not even going to lie and be pretentious. Jewelry, jewelry. Put on your jewelry. jewelry. No, I put a little bit. I, of All right, who in makes there, the jewelry? But not enough. A jewelry. K. Every kiss begins with K. But Jew- a jewelry. A jewelry. <laughs> He's a jewelry. What? What's the person called that um, determines a person's fate in a trial? A juror. A juror. Juror. A juror. Juror. Uh, Clip Brock. <laughs> uh, what about uh, where do the pl- where do the Saints play? New Orleans. New Orleans. New See, Orleans. I thought it was New Orleans. Uh, uh, nah, nah. Yeah. New Orleans. Yeah. New Orleans. Or yeah. And and a lot of these places too. I, earlier I said he's from Fayetteville. Oh, is it Fayetteville? Yeah. Uh, Fayetteville. I, I say I'm I say Fayetteville. Fayetteville. Like F E D. F U L L. Fedville. Fedville. Yeah. Fedville. Yeah. Farmville, Greenville. You go Vol on everything. Whiteville. I think I do too. Whiteville. Pikeville. W H Y V U L L. Waffle. 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 Yeah. Steve said 12 people who judge and bling are pronounced the same to Chandler. Juror. Juror. A juror, a juror, uh-huh. a, no, no. A, a, wait, a juror, a Julier, <laughs> Julier, <laughs> a juror. Um, what is the place you go to eat? A juror restaurant, rest, restaurant, restaurant, a restaurant, a, a restaurant. This one, this or uh, a restaurant. This is kind of a toe. How do you say this city in Louis- in uh, Kentucky? Louisville. Hmm. Louisville. You class that up a little bit. Louisville. 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 Because the S is silent. Louisville. What do you got, Joey? Right. Uh, Nothing? Something? What, on Louisville? <laughs> on anything. Oh, I thought you had one. Last one was uh, that I was going to do was... Um, Talking to the mic. 
Yeah. So, you know, the short videos, no voice in them on Twitter. GIF. Three letter, there you go. What's oh, I go GIF. I say okay. GIF. My Man. mom's really bad with GIF. She's My dad does, but he's GIF. like, did you get the GIF I got you? Yeah. Like, did you give me both. peanut butter? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Josh has a clip. How do they say Winterville? Winterville. 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 Winter, winter, like W I N N E R. Ask me where I'm from. Where are you from, Clip? Winterville. 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 I heard, I heard a team there, but I usually go Winterville. winter, like a winter. Yeah, Not a loser, I don't but ever a Winterville. go T really. It, yeah, Winterville. But it is Winterville. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Winterville. How do you say uh, that word, Bryce? Wait, where? Clemson. Uh, Robert said, "Do you put a Z in Clemson?" I don't think Clemson. you did. Oh, I heard people Clemson. say Clemson. Yeah, Clemson. Yeah. Clemson. Is it, like Crimson. Is it, is it Wilson or Wilson? Oh, I've heard. Oh, that's a good one. I, I have had issues saying Wilson in Wilson. the past, and it's Wilson. 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 Yeah, I was like a little T. Oh, you hear the T in there Wilson. sometimes. Wilson. You know what else? Um, when I was doing PA, when Dewanye Williams Sutton played. I always felt weird saying his name because I tried to proper up the ending. Dwanya? No, no. Dwanya <laughs> Williams Sutton. But, like, that's not how we say Sutton. 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 Yeah. It's Sutton. Yeah. And he's from, like, Wilson, so he probably has a country, too. But I, I would say Sutton. Sutton. <laughs> it don't even sound right. It's Sutton. 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 Mm hmm. All right. We done. I, I think maybe alright what are y'all eating tonight what's your meal called later tonight what are you calling it oh I got a great meal tonight what's for oh, yeah, that's what, uh, what, what is, is it called supper supper, supper or supper. Oh. what are you eating tonight dinner dinner. Yeah. dinner I could go either or Chandler I usually I mean I've said dinner before but like my instinct is to say supper what's for dinner what's for supper what's for supper did dinner and lunch ever is that ever the same thing? Yeah, din- I've, I've heard that dinner is lunch. Meal, right? Yeah, I've heard dinner is lunch, and then so supper is supper, but yeah. it's lunch dinner. Is <laughs> 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 Finkel Einhorn <laughs> or is Einhorn Finkel? <laughs> Who the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> Einhorn. Uh, we're gonna do nineties movies oh, references again. Golly. What a show! What a life! What a world we live in, folks. We just did nothing, but we laughed. We had fun. Exactly. We smiled. There's healing and laughter. There is. We need yeah. laughter and healing and smiling in this world. Exactly. I agree. We brought that. We did. We did. Hopefully. Uh, yeah, that's true. We we did. I don't know. If or people true. turned off and listened to something else and hopefully smiled at the new thing they were listening to. Nah, I hope. How do you say this word? A burglary. <laughs> Turn it up. <laughs> this is B-Pay's trying to say it. Now let me see what I can say it. A burglary. Burglary. A burglary. A Burgly. 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 A burgly. A burgly. <laughs> <laughs> he gave it three tries. A burgly. A burgly. You know what I mean. Eric said, to heck with sports talk, I'm here all day for pronunciation radio. <laughs> that, how do you say that word? Pronunciation. I've heard of pronunciation as well. Ooh, Pronounce. Man. Oh, my gosh. Pronunciation. Former, Pronun- former regular on our show. He's got pronunciation a lot. It would bother me. Uh, I don't know what he's doing now. God, that guy. He's probably at a rock concert or something. Moshin. He pronounced. <laughs> pronounced. <Moshin>. He. P- <laughs> Take a break. All this Taylor. pronunciation's got me. Uh, Take a break. Me, uh, We're way behind on breaks, and we, we have to get our breaks in. Should we do something here? Yeah, open up the booty bag. <laughs> 
Or I like to call it the bootay bag. Bootay. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Redskins used to have a guy named Mark Bootay. I thought it was an awesome name. Oh, yeah. LSU had that receiver. Mr. Bootay. Hey, Bootay, party of two, Bootay. You mentioned Key and Peele. Is it A.A. Ron or Aaron <laughs> or D-Nice? <laughs> D-Nice! <laughs> All right, Chan Man, what's up? Uh, what we are giving away today is a $10 gift card to A.J. McMurphy. We'll be there on Wednesday watching Gavin Williams pitch for the Cleveland Guardians. I will be going there tonight watching Mackenzie Gore face Alec Burleson. Nationals and Cardinals going at it. A lot of connections. I like it. I like it, Chandler. All right, we'll do caller four right now. 317-1250. More with Bryce Williams after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back. East Plumbing, Viva Electric, and Rolling Black Heating and Cooling have teamed up to form New Blue Service Group offering Eastern North Carolina the best in plumbing, electrical, and HVAC services. Same great local team, same great local service, just a new name. For plumbing, electrical, and HVAC services, go to callnewblue.com. That's callnublue.com. New Blue Service Group, where we are to redefining service excellence. And congratulations to Steve Hill, the winner of a $10 gift card to A.J. McMurphy's. The best place in Greenville to unwind after work and have fun is A.J. McMurphy's. A.J.'s has daily food specials and, and an awesome patio, perfect for some outdoor dining. There's something for everyone every weeknight, including sports trivia with our very own Clip Rock. AJ's has live music every Friday and Saturday night with no cover and brunch every Sunday. Make the day an AJ's day. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's your host, Clip Rock. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. Now we're talking about paper, rock, scissors and how that was invented and we're learning new things you can do outside of just paper, rock, okay. and scissors. Hey, Chandler, what do you think the symbol for water is? Like a droplet of water? I water. Like, what would you do with your hand? Oh. Closest. Closest. It's, it's, what, three fingers or four? Four fingers. Hey, I guess it's all coming down. What do you down. think air is? <laughs> <laughs> this is air. All right, nobody can see this. Well, uh, our YouTube and Facebook people that's can. That's fine. Uh, well, I'll do it again for air. Paper, rock, scissors goes back to the 1600s, Bryce. Wolf. Is that right? Is this like Avatar? Yeah, it originated in China in the 1600s. How about that? <clears throat> like Avatar. Everything is made in China. Why do you keep saying yeah, Avatar? Because he had the air or the wind and the water, right? Chinese Honda. Avatar? To my Captain Planet. Oh. I'm talking about the... Avatar used to have... Well, used to do water, air, fire, oh, or something two, like that. Oh, I'm not familiar. All right, we got to get... We got to focus up. Right, I feel we like we got a lot do. of conversations. How do you pronounce focus? No, <laughs> <laughs> Musa Badian used to say it in a funny way. Well, kind of like that. That's how Musa used to say it. 
Bryce, your thoughts on what happened at the Man, I tell you. Well, so my first initial thought was definitely, man, that is some bull crap. I mean, you can't help if a shark eats, takes a bite out of a marl. Like, you can't help that by no means. You're not under control. No. Well, then my father-in-law, who fished it, fished it, you know, been offshore, yada, 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 says, well, you know, because it's all based on sportsmanship, the angler between the fish. You know, right? Like it's mono e mono, angler and fish just hook and line. Well, when a you know when a shark comes and takes a big chunk out of you know the, the marlin, you know that is hindering that marlin's you know survival to you know escape. When initially a marlin, a shark would never catch a marlin healthy. You know what I'm saying? So the way that shark um, pretty much aided in what it's pretty much saying is the shark aided in the catch you didn't ask for that help but you were given you're that given help. a help so because that happened then it you know enabled the i guess catch of that marlin to be easier than what it should be pretty much it wasn't a fair fight i guess as in like comparison if uh you and i are fighting and chandler comes and hits you in the back of the head and then you know dazes you and stuff and then i take over and win i mean chandler it's bites a big chunk a out big of my chunk side out of you. yeah yeah, so it's pretty much a sportsmanship thing, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because but I know, but I mean, you can't ha- you know can't help it by any means. But it's from that aspect of kind of sportsmanship. Yeah. Because without that marlin being hooked and having to resist fighting an angler, you know, it would able the shark to have an easier chance at that. When in reality, a, mar- a shark would never catch a marlin really due to speed due to speed power all that what uh what percentage bryce do you can you give me a rough estimate on how many marlins are hooked that get away (sighs) that aren't brought uh i think a lot of pulled hooks broken lines happen a lot being 50 50 or uh i've never done it but i i would probably say it's close to 50 50 64 okay. i mean I, I think it's fairly uh and for that reason that that bite could certainly give the advantage to yeah i mean because it's you yeah. know it bit it in the towards the end of the you know towards the tail where all the power is you know and you know could have affected that um fish you know so and of course there was a lot of talk of well back in 2019 or whatever it was that one fish that was you know um what was the word mutilated mutilated um what about that well you know that to my understanding was ha- happened once that fish that was like exhaust burn so the fish that was already you know tied up and secured to the boat and it happened on the way in so once the fish is secured and all that you know it's pretty much irrelevant i hate to go way back because this is history yeah but now if evander holyfield was to win that fight would he be disqualified with a bite taken out of him. Man, that should have been my memorabilia from Coach Mack earlier. <laughs> An earlobe from Evander Holyfield? You're well, saying Evander Holyfield. You're saying because Mike Tyson bit Evander Holyfield, bit it was Evander Holyfield should be disqualified? I think yeah, it's a little be, different. He, yeah, if anything, I think it would have been him winning. I just wanted to be funny. But thank you for bringing that up. <laughs> Uh, I appreciate that. Yeah, so, you know, that's my All right, do you think there should be a rule change or should the rule stay as put? Breaking it, think, you know, taking it from the side of the sportsmanship part of it, I'm, I mean, I'm thinking probably just keep the rules because okay. in reality, like you said, the Marlin, a shark wouldn't have really a chance against a Marlin to the, my, to the best of my knowledge, you know, to get a bite out of a, 
out of the Marlins because of power side, you know, all that. So probably, yeah. Mm. You know, probably, you know, probably hold on to the rules. As Jamie probably. says, uh, uh, bad luck happens in all sports. Every game, bad officiating. So you just kind of chalk it up to that. Like yeah, I mean, the, the, and the thing is, the rule. I mean, it was it wasn't like they're not. That was the rules. It's been in the rules, you know, for however many years. So it kind of yeah is what it is. All right, it's very unfortunate. I mean, it would have been great, know. but uh, you know. Uh, Jamie's giving Chandler an 8 out of 10 for that Evander Holyfield quip. Wow. Not Thank bad. You. Thank you. Take another break. Come back. We have another break to get to. We, uh, we're behind on breaks due to all our uh, language talk earlier in the show. So let's get one in now. We'll come back, have more for you. we got to go Pirate Radio out- Outdoors when we return after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back to the program. Frankly, the Appliances Superstore is inviting you to their grand opening this Wednesday, June 21st from 4 to 6 p.m. Come help them celebrate with light refreshments and Frank and his team We'll also show you how they make buying appliances easy. They started with a truck, a trailer, and a storage unit. Today they have 12,000 square feet full of appliances, which is located right off of 264 behind the new DMV. They hope to see you. They hope to see you June 21st tomorrow, this Wednesday, from 4 to 6 p.m. Remember, they save customers money every day at the Appliances Superstore. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's your host, Clint Brock. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. We got to do a quick segment here and take another break, but first. Joey, I'm going to be reverse racist racist mm. and say, has anybody ever told you that you look like uh, Rusev slash Miro? Miro? What's his name now? Do you know what I'm talking about? The wrestler? Hit the... Uh, you don't the Russian know Ru- one? Huh? That Russian guy. Yeah. Yeah. Has no, that, I've never gotten that before. Do you <laughs> see it? No. No? See if you see this, Bryce. Because that guy's hairy everywhere. I'm not hairy everywhere like him. Look at yourself. I got yeah. hair, yeah, but like when he goes, uh, oh yeah, he definitely looks like. Look him. when he shaves. See that? You don't see that? I see a it. little bit. Yeah, Let me find a better picture. When he's got the, uh, I've seen I him see with curly it. hair too. Like right there, he got the hair and the oh, uh, yeah. fa- same facial hair, same everything. He did have a cute girl next to him. If you can uh, get that, you'll be doing all right. Uh, all right well just want to throw that out there i'm trying to get canceled with the rest of y'all i don't want my boys to get canceled without right. me i'm going down with you a captain always goes down with this shit <laughs> speaking of captains and ships and being on boats and things like that let's go pirate radio outdoors with bryce williams mm. so no fishing in the big rock for you no fishing you, in the big you rock. got them bubble guts yeah <laughs> so that what did you do for me well we were i did hit the water thank goodness my old Poor old girl, Blackjack. Um, it's been a while since. I bet it's been at been least five, six weeks since I've taken her out. And she just sits there in the driveway and looks at me. Nice. Finally, she got what she wanted. Yeah. We went out um, 
Sunday, how the old Pamlico and ran her pretty good and uh, hit some fish for some trout, redfish on top water. Caught a few um, speckled trout and stuff, but nothing too crazy. But I tell you, it's always the one that gets away because you know I caught like two trout on top water, which was fun. By you know they were keepers and stuff, but casted casted the top water out there. And I landed and I looked away, you know, just sort of settling, gathering, and then looked and then just, whew, I mean, just a blow up like crazy um, happened. And unfortunately, I felt a little tug and it was off. I was like, what in the world? So, needless to say, the whole day, I was like, man, what could that have been? I mean, it had to have been slot over slot drum or a really big trout, one of the two. Because normally, you know, trout are pretty methodical in their top water strikes. You know, it's you know, it's a good little blow up, but nothing like this was, unless it was a big trout or you know, a good sized drum. So, did not hook it, which is um, always drives me crazy because you never know what. But um, did some, you know, just continue to fish and stuff. So I ended up catching a few trout and running the boat, and uh, it was wonderful. Who's your buddy? Wasn't it a former pirate? This guy that underwater cam, Jake. Yeah. I mean, are you ever going to bite the bullet and get you one uh, so you can see what you missed? Or For, for my type of fishing, nah. it doesn't really work. You know, this is for like, he, what he's doing is hooking like for, um, oh gosh, trolling. Um, it's, it's for his setup for trolling because okay. it's constant sort of tension underwater on the line. I'm top water, so the line's okay. on top or jigging. It just would throw off the... So it would be lovely to know because I tell you what, it, gosh, it was, it was a... Yeah, I don't know. It might frustrate you even more, though, if you knew yeah. what it was. Yeah, because I would have been like, you, are you kidding me? I mean, I tell you, fishing's always, you know, you have no idea what you'll ever catch. I mean, you can catch a dang bull drum on top water with trout rigs. I mean, you just never know. So that's the excitement part about it. All right, keeps you back going out for the next time. Which going will, out for more. Which will plainly be this weekend is the plan. So. Sounds good. All right, Pirate Radio Outdoors with Bryce Williams. we got to get our final break in. We'll come back, get ready to wrap it up on a Tuesday. Back with you after these words. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back to the program. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Contact contact the licensed professionals at Beauty Bar Maddie Spa on Red Banks Road in Greenville. Free Free consultations available by calling 752-1406 or visiting beautybarmedispa.com. Enjoy your visit. Love your transformation. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's your host, Clip Brock. All right, wrapping up Pirate Radio Live here on a Tuesday. All right, Joey, uh, we're going to pick a home run hitter every night uh, this summer until we get to football. Who are you going with tonight? In the Braves and Phillies game tonight, I've got Kyle Schwarber. All right, I'm going to stay in the same game. I get it. This is super lame. Very lame. But the Phillies are starting a lefty. 
I want to go ahead and get that home run in early. First batter of the game, Ronald Acuna home run. I won't pick him again. He's like probably minus 200. I know. It's lame. I will I will go deeper tomorrow, but I'm feeling it. Lefty, Ronnie, uh, Mully was talking crap about him earlier. He's homering tonight. Acuna and Schwarber are the picks. All right. Um, and Strider throwing for the Braves, so... Okay. You got a, a righty against your lefty up there. Yeah, Nuke Which, City. There you go, Nuke City. Mm. Bryce enjoyed it. Lo- loved uh, talking words with you. Words, laughs, smiles. smiles. Yeah, all the above. Mm. Chandler, Joey, great job as always. Got a big one for you on Wednesday. Ken Watlington, Patrick Mason will join us. We'll also talk to the play-by-play voice of App State. Adam Witten and head coach of the J.H. Rose Football Rampants, Will Bland. They got a seven-on-seven tournament coming up uh, next Friday, so we'll talk about that. Did they ever let the tight ends participate seven-on-seven? Oh, yeah. All right, good to hear, good to hear. Talk some football tomorrow with you on Pirate Radio Live. We'll see you then. Jeff Charles, take us home. Have a great night, Eastern Carolina. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.